Hello, everyone. I just wanted to get uh, out ahead of the episode. We talk about it in the episode proper, but I just want to say right off the bat, we are talking about the second half of Evangelion, which does include a lot of very heavy subjects from depression, suicide, uh, and sexual assault. And I wanted to just make sure that uh, you're aware of those things and that they will be discussed. Uh, throughout the entirety of the podcast, and also that we will bring up uh, a theory that does involve uh, child abuse, uh, specifically of a of sexual child abuse. And I just wanted to warn people about that. I will mark it in the episode description from when the majority of that conversation takes place. Uh, but I want to just, like, again, warn you, uh, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Let Me Tell You About Evangelion. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by Luke. I didn't think it would get me the second time. I thought, no, I'm not. (laughs) I watched. I've seen this episode like three times now. It's not going to make me cry. Did it make you cry the second time? Uh, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) It's a really good episode of television. It's the last episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Is maybe the best episode of any anime ever. Yeah. And the fact that people don't like it still hurts me. You know what? If I made that and everyone got angry at me, I'd make a movie shitting on them too. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we have watched the second half of Evangelion the TV show. Yes. Uh, which means... Uh, this is episodes 15 through 26. Yeah, I, I was me and Luke were talking about this. What this is what a lot of people, what we consider like kind of the meat of Evangelion. Like the first fourteen episodes are good. It's I all think. set up. Yeah, it's set up for this stuff. Yes, um, and so we are probably gonna have more to talk about than the last one. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> we should probably say also uh, up front: this is open spoiler season for everything up through the movie. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to have everything spoiled, we recorded individual episodes about each episode. You can go back listen to those. Yes. Uh, we'll not be talking about the rebuilds just because Luke hasn't seen those yeah, yet. I don't know them. So, yeah, we'll get to those in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, past that, yeah, we're going to talk about all spoilers for the kind of 1990s Evangelion. Original 90s Eva. Classic yes. Eva. Classic Eva. Um, Eva, Eva, Evangelion, just I, something, yeah. whatever. Listen, say I, I said it Evangelon at, at first, <laughs> and I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we all have a whole new set of episodes to talk about. 
Yes. Do you want to do what we did last time and give like kind of a larger, or should we just go into the episodes? Uh, I'm fine kind of giving a larger impression first. All right. Kind of just talking about them in broad strokes. We kind of also talked about a lot of these episodes at least a little bit last time. I, I think that's unavoidable when yeah, we're yeah. kind of... This was more about, like, because the last one was getting your reactions, kind of right. your theories. This one is about talking about the series as a whole and tackling it from that angle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, again, it really does jump out of me just how many naked kids there are in this show. Yeah, this one does it less for comedy. Yeah. And does it let more, especially with Asuka, for, like, being very creepy, almost? Yeah, and very, like, mm. Again, it is trying to explore, like, teenage sexuality and stuff, but in a way that, as a not-teenager, I feel very uncomfortable. uncomfortable watching. Yeah. And, mm, it was not made by teenagers also, so it's still kind of uncomfortable no matter how you slice it. Yeah. I, I don't know how you would tackle that kind of thing without feeling uncomfortable. Because part... I want to say that that's not... That seems like something you ought to be able to write about. But also, I don't know how you do it without coming across like a creep. Yeah, it... It's very... It seems very hard to do. Yeah. Even when... Like, it seems hard to do now when people are, like, more aware of shit. Right. Uh, but it would seem very hard to do, especially, like, in the 90s, looking back at that now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to how to quite work through those, the, my feelings about that, just because it's... I'm picking up what you're putting down on, in, like, a big abstract sense, but, yeah, this is... There's something about this that I feel like isn't okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, it's, I'm still amazed how well the emotional parts of this still hit me. Yeah, yeah. Whether that be, like, the good emotional moments, like in the last episode, mm. or just, like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll get to it, but the Oscar scene especially, I was, like, really, like, this still hit so hard. Yeah, with the, uh, like, the classical music angel. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's extremely rough. Um, the Ray's death is rough, and uh, kind of going back to what I was saying before, I don't know if it quite hit me how, like, sexually coded that angel killing her is. Yes. It's a long, wiggly thing that penetrates her and keeps, like, digging deeper into her, and we get a lot of shots of, like, her breasts sticking out and stuff, and I don't like it. With the Ray one? Yeah. Yeah. It's... <sighs> it, it is very weirdly sexual. Yeah, like, both... Well, here's the thing, too. Both Asuka and Ray's, like, big horrible scenes have serious overtones of, like, sexual assault to them. Yeah. <sighs> and, like, Shinji has some real fucked up shit happen to him, but it's not coded like that. No. You know, when he vanishes from the pod or whatever, which is a very cool episode. It, it is more of, like, an analogy for depression rather yeah. than an analogy for sexual assault. Yeah. Whereas, like, on the other hand, you have Asuka literally, like, yelling out that she's been defiled. Yes. And 
Yeah. Well, and again, the fact that there's shots of Ray that feel like they're sexualizing her while this sexual violence is happening to her is really rough. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you didn't... Mm. If you're gonna open up that, like, box, feel like you need to be a little more sensitive about it. Yeah, it's... It, it can kind of just come off as, as, like, indulgent in a way that is not good. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 one of it's a criticism I have of even going and watching it this time. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there are any other like big negatives because I think that's kind of the main one. Um. Yeah, I'm like just looking through all my notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. How did you feel about the ways that you know we've talked about it plenty on this show that like it's kind of a miracle that anything got made for the back half of this show. Were there any parts, because I think sometimes, especially, like, the last episode is the best example of this, they find ways to, like, turn those budget limitations into, like, artistic choices that, like, pay off really well. Were there parts that you felt like, oh, boy, you can really tell they just didn't have any money on this one, huh? Um, the Asuka episode also is one of those where they replay the same... Yes. Yes. That's what I was going to bring up for my example. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, like, if it, even if it had been, like, multiple clips of her throughout the show, and it cut, kept cutting back to her saying, like, no, no, this isn't me, or whatever the line is, that would have been better than just the same three clips over and over again. And, like, they're not doing enough with the clips themselves. Right. Like, Where, like yeah. I, I feel like sometimes they have, like, distorted stuff, or, like... Right, or, like, the finale is all reused animation, but, like, either recontextualized or with different voice acting on it. Mm-hmm. To make it feel like it's not just a rehash of stuff. Um, I think going through it, I think probably my favorite use, and not to get into like episode twenty five and twenty six, which is like sure. all of it, right? Is just when it's. Uh, I forgot what I think it's the episode where Shinji disappears. Uh huh. And it's going through, like, he's, like, you know, talking about, like, why do I fight the angel? I was like, oh, it's because the enemy. Like, I need to protect people. I need to save people. Like, Yeah. And it's just, like, it shows all the angels and it's enemy, 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 enemy. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, as he's, like, talking, like, convincing himself that this is what he needs to do, like, pictures of Gendo slowly get inserted into yeah. it. Yeah, that's really good. Until, like, it's all Gendo. Right. Yeah. It's good. Gendo sucks. Gendo fucking sucks so much. And we'll we'll get to it on the episodes where it came up to me. He might suck worse than I thought he did even, but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get there. I think it's like... I, I'm interested to see which one, like, like your points. <sighs> There's stuff in the flashback episode where I'm like, hold on a second. Wait a second. I don't... Mm. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I still think this show is really good in spite of those criticisms. I think it's a good, like, it's neat how it uses the, like, you know, mecha anime thing to, like, slowly, it, like, transforms to not be about that and just be about, like, depression and, like, coping with depression. Yeah, no, there's this show, and it still really impacts me. Yeah, yeah. It's still I okay. Here is one thing I will say because we talked about uh, last time. There are 
answers to a lot of lore questions out there in, like, supplementary material and stuff. And we kind of talk about how that stuff's dumb, and it's like, eh, that's not really what it's about. I will say, I... I think a better version of this show would explain, like, 20% more things. Yeah. There I, are yeah. a lot of things where it's like, what the fuck is the Lance Alonginus? What is this thing, and why is it so important? Why does it have, like, jets on it? Yeah, yeah. You know, why... Like, hmm, yeah. Also realized I forgot what was in the movie and what was in the TV show... Mm, the whole thing with, like, Kaoru getting down to uh, Terminal Dogma and be like, oh, oh, this is, this is Lilith. I get it now. Th- never explained in the TV show at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> and again, I don't think it needs to be fully explained. I think fully explaining would actually be a bad thing. But there needs to be enough to hang your hat on, you know? Yeah, the show just... It puts up a lot of lore questions, and then just by the end, like totally forgets about them. Well, right, because by because it, it yeah. says like it goes like no, there's more important, but like it's still like no, I need some. Like you said, I, you need something from like episode twenty on. It gets more and more just about like the characters, and it gets very like heady and psychological. Um, and by episode, you know, like, 25, it does not care about the plot of the TV show any longer. And that's fine, but yeah, it just needs to... It either needed to be simplified, or some of those questions needed a little bit more explanation to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want to go for episodes now? Yeah, let's go through the episodes, why don't we? Um, alright. We got... So the, yeah. Uh, first, fifth, episode 15, uh, the wind longed for the touch of those lips, and thus invited their kisses. Episode 15, me, me and Misato share sexy, sexy kiss, kiss moment. moment. Me, and, no, me and Asuka share sexy kiss moment. Okay. Well. Ugh. Well. Share kiss moment. <laughs> what, what was this one even about? I don't remember. It's uh for the majority. Well, it's the first one where we see, like, oh, Kaji is right. doing some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, oh, it's where, like, okay, so it's where Masato has, like, she's going, it's where everyone who lives in Masato's apartment has, like, an appointment that night, and have to go do things. And, like, everyone's getting, oh, no, like, I think there's more about, like, oh, everyone's getting married, like, everyone's... Yeah. Uh, that's also where we learn the fate of, uh, Yue Akari, I think. Right, because what Shinji has to do is go with his dad to visit his mom's grave. And there's like hints that Gendo killed Yue. Did this start showing up in this episode? Yeah, there's like it, it shows up right before they go to the grave, I believe. Oh, what is it? it, it it's just like Shinji's like thinking about his mom and they're like, you just see a bunch of like newspaper headlines. Oh, okay. Of like, you know, he killed his own wife, you know. I thought that was when he gets, like, sucked into the weird shadow monster. Was it? It might have been. I yeah. Listen, I watched a lot of Evangelion That's recently. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, one of my notes is just Gendo sucks so much. He sucks so much. Because <laughs> he, like... Yeah, so Shinji and Gendo 
car at the grave, and then he just, like, goes, I'm leaving now. Yep. And, like, I th- Shinji says to him, like, hey, Dad, I liked spending time with you. And his dad just like, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. And then I got to go hang out with Ray. Noted, I guess. Anyway, Ray, you want to grab Whataburger? <laughs> <laughs> and then they just leave Shinji at this grave, mass graveyard. Yeah, there's this gigantic graveyard with, like, uh, Gendo mentions that, like, his mom doesn't even have a body here. And we know why, but. Oh, and also he goes, yeah, like, there's no photos or, right. you know, video or anything of her. Like, hey, you don't know had... what your mom looks like, right? Good, good. No reason. She's like, and yeah, it, it, like, there's a reason, but it's such a dick move where it's like, because yeah. he, he's like, oh, all of my memories and, you know, images of our, like, are in my mind. Yeah. It's like, cool for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shinji, like, barely remembers her. Sucks to be you, Shinji. You know, again, does not care about yep. Shinji. Uh, uh, and then, like, the Asuka kid- is going on a date with, like, some, like, pre-med student, I guess? That's a little weird. Oh, did, I missed that it was a kid that wasn't, like, her own age. She, I, he says that he's, like, trying to become a doctor, so maybe that's... Okay. Maybe it's not, like, they're exactly pre-med, like, he's just, like, has said it at yeah. some point. Does the scene, because it's, uh, what's the class president's name? Hikari. Hikari. The scene where she, like, tries to set Asuka up with him definitely looks like she's trying to ask Asuka out, right? Oh, I, I didn't pick up on that. Well, because, like, she walks up and, like, sees that Asuka's mad because Kaji won't return her calls. And she's like, oh, so you're free tonight? She's like, yeah, I guess so. Oh, well, can I ask you something? And, like, you get, a, like, a, a zoomed out shot where you can't hear what they're saying. And then Asuka goes like, oh, a date? And then Ikari elaborates that she means, like, with a boy that she wants to set Asuka up with. Oh, yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess just because I know, like, oh, and then Asuka's going on the date. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it feels like you could read it as her asking Asuka out until she clarifies. Yeah, I, I definitely have seen a, a few people ship these two together. yeah. Uh, we talked about it last time. Basically, every potential ship in this show is so deeply dysfunctional. There's really not many that aren't, like, bad. But that one seems fine. They do eventually hang out together. They do except... sleep in the same bed together once Asuka's been horribly traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, there's... They, uh, Shinji and Asuka both return home. She, like, apparently ditched the dude. Yeah, she said he was boring, so when they were in line for a roller coaster or something, she just left. Which is such a... <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's just playing cello. Oh, right, this is where we learn that he can play the cello. Well, he can play this one song on the cello. Uh, yes. This is when he uh, enacts the beginning of a Weezer song. <laughs> Great. I forgot what song that is. Oh, but is, it's, that, is that literally like they use that piece of music as the opening to a Weezer song? No, he, uh, oh. in El Scorcho, uh, of course, because it's fucking, uh, Rivers Kumo, it's God damn yeah. you have Japanese girls, give it to me every time. Oh, the redhead says you shred the cello. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking Weezer ass line. Yeah. Yeah. And Asuka, who's a redhead, half Japanese girl. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. He probably is just a fucking Eva yeah. nerd, huh? But also, I wonder if, like, 
I wonder if he gets it. <laughs> I maybe I'm just saying that so I don't have something in common with Rivers Kumo. <laughs> Cuomo. It's really imp- if you you end up on that stage at the end, and the title cards are asking you like, oh, "What's important in life?" To not be have anything in common with Rivers Cuomo. Yeah, uh, but like. You get a kind of a, a very emblematic conversation of Shinji where she's like, oh, like you play cello and he's like, well, my teacher said I need, probably need to do something and they suggested this, so I did it. And then I just never stopped. And she's like, well, that's why I didn't you ever stop? And she's like, well, no one no ever one, asked me to. No one ever asked told me, me to. to. Yeah. And she's like, oh, God, I hate you so much. You're the worst <laughs> she's like, boy. oh, I fucking despise you. Yeah. Let's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, one thing that really stood out to me this time. There's two characters that get mentioned a lot that never show up, and one of them is Shinji's teacher, and one of them is the head of Sele. His name is like Clay or Kyle or something like that. It's like I don't know how you spell it, but like they talk about them a lot, and neither of those characters like ever shows up. I thought the head of Sele was that dude with like the robot visor. Oh, it might be. I don't know. But, but like, even then, he's not really a character because he's only ever, like, speaking in a chorus with the other Sailor yeah. dudes. Like, they keep talking, like, especially the flashback episode goes a lot into, like... Uh, Chairman Keel. Yeah, there you go. Him. Yeah, that, it, that he is that dude. Okay. But, but like, yeah, also, like, like yeah. yeah, he's not a character. Yeah, like, any one of those dudes could be the leader of them, you know? I, I think it's just because you see him... Yeah. ...a bit more in Indaveva... Okay, yeah, I don't remember that clearly, but I'll believe you. Like, it, it, not, like, that much more. Sure, sure. It's just that he's the only Sele member you actually see. Right. Uh, so I do have uh, a question. There's some really weird, uh, like, extended lore, especially in the manga with that dude. Oh, really? Where, like, there's implications that he is, like, from biblical times. What? Yeah. See, that's the problem. I, I just got done saying that I wish this show explained more, but it's got the Twin Peaks problem where all the explanations are stupid. Yeah. Uh, that one, I think, is only specifically in the manga. Okay. Uh, and he does show up in, like, one of the, the flashback episode of the second Impact cover-up photos. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, apparently, like, an anime handbook gives his age of 67, so not actually... Right, not 2067 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, the manga has a lot of really weird things that I don't really like. That makes sense. Um, But also when uh, Afka's, like, kind of almost, like, compliments him a bit. Yeah. Uh, he goes, like, oh, no, I'm, like, I'm not that good. I have no talent. Right. He's, He's- like, you buddy. I couldn't play that freaking song, dude. I do have a question along the lines of the the sexual stuff in this show. Because when they're at school, there's a scene where, like, Ray is wringing a rag into a bucket, and Shinji gets, like, fixated on her hands. And maybe it's just because I'm thinking about the opening to End of Eva too much. But I, I don't know if you know if you have that scene pulled up or know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Is he looking at it because it, like, the way she's holding the rag makes it look like a dick that she's holding on to? 
No, I, he says it later, I think. That he says that, like, oh, she was ringing it out in a very motherly way, but I don't know. There's something I'm I, like... I, I, I hmm. think that is legitimately just it. That's that's fair. Again, once the show opens the door on, we're gonna just have a masturbation sequence to open our feature film with. Yeah. It, it invites those kinds of questions to anything vaguely phallic. Uh, but, yeah. it's It's something that... Yeah, <laughs> I don't really have anything to add to that. Sure, fair enough. Um, and then we get one of the greatest launch from Oscar, which is, don't you, oh. do you not want to kiss on the anniversary of your mom's death? Right, and she's like, no, no, no. I don't. And you and know then, what, I got a lot of hang-ups, but that one, I'm normal for. This yeah. is a you problem for once. And then she's like, what are you, chicken? And he's like, no one calls me chicken, fuck the fuck up. Right. Uh, yeah, so they lean in to kiss... But uh, Shinji's breath is tickling Asuka's face, so she holds his nose while she kisses him. And there's just a very long scene of, uh, like, Shinji, like, turning shades of color as Pinpin is in the background, just, like, looking up at them, like, like okay. Puts his little code. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad kiss. They're not, she's not good at kissing yeah. boys. And then she, uh... So, while all this is happening, we're getting cuts to Masato, Kaji, and Ritsuko out drinking. And right, Ritsuko's they like, went like, to a wedding, and now they're all just at a bar afterwards. Yeah, and Ritsuko is like, hey, Ka-, like, she, like, Masato goes to the bathroom, and uh, Ritsuko's like, oh, d- like, Masato, I don't think Masato knows, but your side job is gonna get you killed one of these days. Yeah. And he's like, I'll be careful. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Sure you will, bud. Uh, and so... Uh... Like, there's... Masato gets extremely drunk, more so than usual. Yeah. Like, like, we mentioned this last time, but this is kind of her one... Like, her drinking being brought up as a thing. Yeah, this this is a time when her drinking is a plot point, and not just... We like to open scenes with her chugging a beer. Yeah. And going, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going, in the English dub. Yeah, yeah. And she has this kind of long thing where she's like, oh, "I'm worthless. I'm, you know, I like I run away from everyone. I like I run away, ran away from you when I, you reminded me of my father. I ran away from my father. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I run away from Shinji and from Asuka. I'm a useless woman, and I'm useless as a guardian." <laughs> Right, basically, she she kind of realizes that, ah, shit, I'm just fucking Shinji, and Shinji sucks, so that, yeah. like, the transitive property. Uh, and Kaji solves it by making out with her. And, and you know, listen to the part of the, you know, the, he, Kaji's read the game, he, got, he knows he gotta hit him when they're emotionally vertible. God! <laughs> listen, I kinda like Kaji, don't ruin him! <laughs> No, like, I'm re-watching this section of the... I was like, man, Kaji rules. The thing that really hit me watching this, Kaji is the only character in this show that isn't horribly depressed. He's just kind of okay with his life. Uh, and, like, that does lead to him going, like, well, I guess I'm gonna die, so... Right. I'm gonna water these flowers. Gonna water these watermelons. Uh, I, I did write down a specific line from that section. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to. Yeah, it's a few episodes from now. Um, but Masato comes back home and, uh, like, 
Asuka's all over Kaji and then realizes that he smells like Masada's perfume. Right. And so she's like, oh, shit, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kid. <laughs> I'll be, like, I, I guess I can't go out with this adult man because he's got yeah. an, an adult woman who is his girlfriend. Yeah. Man, the uh, stuff with them in the flashback is some rough stuff. Yeah, like, I, I think we said it when we watched the original, like, Kaji should probably be more forceful, but does, like, like no, you're a kid. Yeah. Well, but also, I mean, we're jumping way ahead, but, like, they're lounging out on a picnic blanket together under the stars. Again, I think, kind of like Masato did to Shinji, he let her on a little and then realized that she was going to take it way further than he was okay with going. Yeah, that's an angle I really have never heard people talk about Evangelion from. Yeah. Like, the... You like Masato and Kaji like using that kind of almost trope that's used in a lot of shonen anime. Yeah, like to manipulate the child pilots. Right, because again, one of the first things, one of the ways we're introduced to Masato is seeing that she sent Shinji a glamour shot of herself. Yes, which is a weird thing to do. Yeah, it's just it's a really weird thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but when Asuka gets mad about it, uh, she gets mad at Shinji for being such an awful kisser who, like, yeah. I can't believe you kissed me! And he's like, come on. Well, because I think if you, you know, put together all the Asuka stuff from these episodes, it's because she didn't want him to stand there with his nose plugged while she kissed him. She wanted him to, like, grab her and, like, enthusiastically kiss her. But Shinji's not into that at the moment. No, no he's not. Like, even though, like, Shinji is, like, he's on one of, like, the upswings that he's like, has. Listen, the only way to Shinji's heart is to philosophize about the nature of human beings. Yeah. And <laughs> That's how you get Shinji to bone down on you. And sing some Beethoven, and hum some Beethoven. Yeah, yeah, you, you want to get Shinji to smooch you, you go perch on an angel statue and hum some Beethoven, Asuka. <laughs> uh, well, we will get to it, but I was... Because every time, like, I take some time off of that, I'm always right. like, well, like, there's some, like, a bit of, uh, like, exaggeration with people, like, when we talk about, like, he, no, how it, he wants it to is, smooch. It is it willful is, ignorance to think that that is not supposed to be a romantic relationship. Or, like, not even that. He, it is so quick for Shinji. He's, like, I, he so quickly was, like, obviously attracted and wants to smooch this boy. He starts blushing the second he sees him. Yes. Um... But yeah, episode 15, and you know, this is kind of a, a nothing episode, nothing really revealed. <laughs> uh, it's in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> right, because, uh, yeah, Masato catches Kaji breaking into Terminal Dogma, which is a great name. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and she's like, does, oh, does uh, Ritsuko know about your second job? And she's like, he's like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You're the one person in the dark on this. Right. But yeah, uh, like yeah. in the lowest basement of Nerve, they just have an angel crucified with the Lancelogenus stabbed into it. Yeah, it's and like it's growing little tiny legs. Yeah, like multiple tiny little legs. Yeah, it's growing like copies of itself, like polyps. It's so like weird, and yeah, it's like bleeding it's, LCL. It's really good. Yeah, and like they don't spell it out until the movie, I think. But you can kind of put two and two together and figure out this is where LCL comes from. I think at one point they, like, in one of the title cards, it says, like, LCL production 
uh, like oh, you're right. three. Like, yeah, 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 you're right. So again, like, not, like, a character doesn't explicitly say, like, oh, this is where we got LCL. Yeah. But, but if and, you're, like, paying attention and pausing and rewinding, something that would have been a lot harder to do in the 90s. Yes. You can kind of, you know, figure out what's going on. Uh, and, like, on the next episode, someone will say that LCL, feel, like, smells like blood. Right. Uh, and, that, and that next episode is uh, Splitting on the Breast, mm-hmm. uh, also known as In Sickness Unto Death. <laughs> I like the and, episode titles in this show, but boy, is it hard to, like, pair titles to what happens in the episodes. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's, this is the episode with the zebra ball. Okay, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the giant beach ball. Yeah, with the thing that, like, the first enemy you fight in Persona 4 is clearly based on. Yeah. This I th- this is maybe one of my favorite angels. Yeah, it's a really good one. Just so the first like way you, you see of it is just the shadow growing because spoilers, but the angel's actually the shadow. Yeah. Uh, I'm thou. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so like they're really surprised that like this giant orb in the sky just suddenly appeared and in the middle of the city and no. Uh, radar found it. Right. And this is like the one episode where Shinji's like kind of cocky. Yeah, he scores really high on the synchronization test scores. I think this is the first time he like beats Asuka, right? Yeah, and this is also like the beginning of like Asuka like slowly like losing it until she loses it very fast. God, she loses it so hard. I, I was, I there's a note in a later episode about, like, I think Asuka might be the hardest hit of this entire series. Yeah, like, listen, the thing that happens to her with her last angel fight is extremely rough to watch. Honestly, her just laying naked in that bathtub in, like, a bombed-out building might be worse. Yeah, and her, like, and her just, like, repeat, like, repeat, like, like, like I'm, I got the lowest sink rate. I got yeah. the lowest, like, it's like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, like, her eyes are just completely dead. Ugh. She's got, like, really sunken in cheeks. Yeah, like, she hasn't eaten in days. Uh, hey, okay, you know what? <laughs> Again, we're going out of order a little bit. Uh, I've already forgotten the class president's name. Uh, Hikari. What? She was staying with her. What, what'd you do, Hikari? How'd she end up in that bathtub? I'm, what I am guessing is that Asuka said that she was going to head home and then That's, didn't. That makes sense. You know what? I'll grant that. But, okay, so... Uh, pretty quickly, Shinji gets eaten, basically, by the shadow. Yeah. They explain later on in the episode that the orb in the sky is the real shadow, and the angel is the shadow on the ground, and, like, anything that's in the shadow, like, sinks into it. Into like a pocket dimension when the circuit is <laughs> right. It's like all very techno bullshit. A lot of techno babble. Like the weird Evangelion techno babble, though. That like every fifth word is a weirdly religious word, but the rest of it's techno babble. Yeah. Um. There's a re- there's a good part where like one Asuka just has a giant axe. Yeah. And she like sinks into into like one of the buildings and like climbs up it using her like that and her knife. Yeah. As like all of the buildings around them are like sinking into the shadow. Yeah, that bit's cool. Um and then you like just see Shinji's like uh Ava like you uh cord like getting fed into the shadow. Right. And apparently like they bring it back up and it just is like cut off at a certain point. Yeah. So then it becomes a thing of like they're trying to figure out how to rescue Shinji from inside the angel. 
while his life support is slowly fading out. And, like, they say he has, like, 19 hours, and by the next time we see him, he's, like, of 16 hours have passed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and one of my kind of, like, favorite Shinji moments, I think, of this show is the moment where he loses it, and, like, because he's being, like, very kind of, like, calm and, like, not, like, and, like, just, like, okay, I guess, uh, I just need to wait, and... Right. You know, like, they'll save, and then, like, he just has a moment where the all of the stuff is like the filtration system is broken and it's like starting to smell more and more like blood yeah and he just like loses it and is like screaming and like trying to open up the hatch yeah and that's a really good moment i really anytime there was a cockpit scene on this watch there i really made myself think about the fact that they're like suspended in liquid yeah. Because don't, you don't think about it unless you try to. No. Like, they, they do that on purpose. Like, right. they are, like, because the animating, like, fluid dynamics in this would be bad. Right. Uh, this is also when we get, like, Ritsuko, she's not, like, a villain villain like Gendo is. Right. But she's, like, more on the villainous side, I guess. She's, like... If, like, if we see, like, Masato as being, like, somewhat of, like, a bad person... Right. Ritsuko, like, further delves into bad personhood here. Ritsuko cares more about saving the Ava than saving Shinji. Yeah. And, like, they have a yelling match between each other where it's, like, Ritsuko's, like... It's your fault if Shinji dies. Like, you're his guardian, you're the one in charge of personnel. Like, yeah. I'm just here to get back the Ava, and... Uh, Risco's like, like Misano's like, oh, like why is Ava want you one so important? And like she's like, oh, you know all the information. She's like, no, I fucking don't. Don't lie to me on this, right? And then Which, she actually, why is Ava like? I, Ava one gets important later, and I could see maybe why it's important to Gendo. Why does Risco care about Ava one? Um, probably what I could say is that Gendo has told her that it's the most important. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think also it's the one, only one that has a full mind and body of a human in it. Yeah, I guess that's... Well, what about Asuka's? No, her mom survived. She just went, like, she just lost her mind, which you could be... see as her losing her soul. Sure. Okay, okay. As opposed to Shinji's mom, who just, like, vanished into the pod like he does. Yeah. Asuka's, uh... She, like, went crazy because of an Evangelion, uh, like, experiment, which we could, you know, extrapolate that that is, it's the same kind of thing. Hey, I'm a dumbass, didn't get that until you just said it. Yeah, they say it. <laughs> they definitely were talking, like, I was gonna bring it up to you, like, oh, what contact experiment do you think they're talking about? Yeah. But no, no, it's, it's very obvious. <laughs> Uh, and, but then it wasn't until later that she hung herself and the doll that she right. thought was Asuka. <laughs> right. Right, because I was going to ask, too, why does Asuka get chosen as a pilot before her mom dies? And no, that makes sense. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I, but, like, one of my favorite moments of the whole Ava thing is just Masato's fucking slap to Ritsuko. Yeah. Just, like... These two people who were, like, friendly co-workers, like, it is just breaking down. Right. And I think this is also where Ritsuko just, like, straight up says, hey, I'm in charge now. Yeah. In a way that, like, oh, wasn't aware that that's how the chain of command worked, but apparently it is. 
like you almost get the feeling that like Risco was like hanging on the back because like it was like because she could like because right. like yeah you suddenly realize that like and as you see later like Risco is higher up and closer to Gendo and like Fujitsuki yeah than you would think yeah yeah um and then we get the first of like we get the first of weird Ava yeah exactly we get Shinji talking to a line for half of the episode. Yeah, and talking about his, like, dad and his mom and... Yeah. Yeah, I think this is where we get the... Yeah, because... Yeah, yes. That, like, oh, Gendo might have killed his wife. Right. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to talk about that in, like, great detail. Right, because it's so abstract, yeah. Yeah, it's so abstract, and... It's getting at, like, themes that we are getting at, like, to a larger extent. Mm-hmm. And especially in the last two episodes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. All that kind of comes to a head. But it's, like, right. a lot of Shinji, like, why do I pirate the Evangelion? Why do I... <laughs> yeah. Because, like, and, you know, he's starting to be praised for the Evangelion, whether it's from Ritsuko or Masato or his the one time his dad looked at him. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, uh... He's like talking to like when it's not when he's not talking to a line, he's talking to like a little kid version of himself that's like in shadow. Yeah. And yeah, just like accusing him of like, oh, you just turn a blind eye to everything you don't like and you just run away if you find something unpleasant. He's like, Well yeah, what's wrong with that? It's unpleasant. I don't want to be around it. Yeah, like what <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I really love the scene of it breaking of the Ava Unit One breaking out of yeah, just like all of the like the red lines like the red like cracks in this like giant shadow and then him breaking out of the like zebra ball with right. all the blood. It's another it's, case of just everyone being horrified uh, watching the Eva actually do what it's capable of. And like Oscar's like, oh shit, that's what I'm piloting. Right, I'm inside of that. Oh, oh, uh oh. Like, she starts seeing the Ava as something as, like, less like, oh, this is my cool toy. Right. Uh, although she does call it her doll later in a very, like, pointed yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that ep- I think the episode just ends with, like, Shinji busting out. I think so, yeah. Uh, I think there's a little bit more, like, it's got Ritsuko and Gendo, like, washing off the Eva. I mean, like, hey, these Evas definitely hate us, right? They're not cool with what we're doing. Yeah. On account of how we imprison them in power armor and make them fight for us. Yeah. Your wife probably doesn't like you very much, buddy. Um, so then we have a fourth child. The fourth children. The fourth children. They're here. Uh, I wonder who it could be. It's obviously not Toji. Obviously it's not Toji. That's a fake out. (laughs) Okay, Uh, alright. Let me ask you this. General question of the whole thing. How do you feel about the character of Toji? I, I think he's fine. I don't think he's much of a character. I feel like you could basically cut him out of the show and not lose very much. Yeah, like, I... I almost think this may have worked better if it was the other friend. Oh, you're right. That would have made more sense. Him finally being, like, super excited about... Yeah. You know, like, oh, I get to be an Ava pilot, and then it instantly going horribly for him. Yeah, you're right. I would have liked that more. Other than, um, I guess, like, plot-wise, it has to be Toji, because they don't say it in the show, but you were saying that, like, in other versions, they have they make it explicit that, like, his 
Eva's core is his sister, right? That's in the manga, but like I said, the manga is I, I think at least that's why I saw online. I don't know if it's one hundred percent sure. Yeah, but like it makes sense because it, it's not just any kid that can do it. It's a kid that has like an emotional connection to somebody whose brain they can stick in a robot. Well, also he taught in this anime. He he like says like, oh, I need to go see my sister again. Right, right, but that's that's kind of my point. We're like, you know, he talks about how he's negotiating to like have his sister transferred to another hospital. If Asuka's mom can still be alive after getting her soul sucked into an Eva, his sister might just be in a coma. That nerve put her in, you know. That's possible. And again, uh, it, it, it's absolutely not spelled out, but I could see that being the implication. What I kind of. At least my my personal interpretation of this is is because this is also the beginning of like the dummy plug stuff, right? Is that they are using a dummy soul? That's possible, yeah. And also that's why it was easier for the angel to get access to this one. Yeah, that would also make sense. That's true. Um, I I do I think in the rebuild movies they kind of make it more explicit that he she, that Toji is being a bit pressured because of like oh we can help your sister, right? And like almost her being like, uh, like almost held hostage. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it would be a real shame if your sister died in a crappy hospital. Like, if our. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, but this opens with the Nevada project, like the Nevada nerve, fat, like section, just blowing up. Yeah, or not even blowing up. It just vanishes off the face of the earth. Like, like there is like a f- flash of light. Yeah. And then just, like, yeah, it's gone. Right, and they kind of say that, like, they think that that whole facility, like, what happened to it is the same thing that happened to Shinji in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, but they have been moving uh, one of the even goings that they had built out uh, of it before. Uh, and so that they had, like, so they're building, you know, and that's going to be Ava Unit, I think, four? Uh, th- yeah, because I think three got destroyed by yes. the thing getting blown up. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're oh, also... No, it's, 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 every, it's every unit three. Is it three? Okay. I think four got destroyed. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, unit four and all related research facilities within 89 kilos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, and yeah, like, this is a very, this is, there's, like, n- no action in this one at all, which I think is the first episode like that in a while, isn't it? Yeah, like, there's no angel, there's no... Yeah. Like, well, well there is, like, somewhat of an angel, but... Uh, I think the angel didn't show up till the next episode. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was forgetting if they showed, like, the shot of it flying right. through that cloud. Yeah, 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 that's how the next one opens, though. Um, yeah, this is, like, we're starting to see that Ray is some kind of clone. She's in, like, a pod. Yeah. And, like, th- this is also them talking about dummy plug stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is in very vague terms. Right. Which I, you know, I want to say it seems kind of obvious, but I've seen this show before, so yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what I thought the first time. I think it's more just like, hey, what the fuck is Ray doing in this weird thing? Yeah, yeah. I think in the second episode, uh, no, actually, because that's a 
thing that happens in the end of Ava. Ah. Um. Yeah, so it's a lot of Toji kind of like just acting like distant. Right. Uh. Yeah, he's One of my been told notes here. He's been chosen, but he like isn't sharing it with anybody, and everyone just doesn't know why he's depressed. Yeah, and like Ray eventually figures it out, and she like goes to Toji. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, like you know, now it's me." <laughs> yeah. Um, without like explicitly saying it. <laughs> right, right. It's a lot of like, oh, it's very obvious that this is where they're going, but no one's explicitly saying it. Yeah, yeah, and Shinji doesn't get it. Yeah. Um. I, I, one of my notes is I still love Ritsuko's uh, love of cats because you see her, like, she's got a mug that says cat, cat, cat on it. Yeah, yeah, and this is also where we see her uh, her cat salt and pepper shakers. Yes. Yeah, those are good. There is a scene in this episode where, like, Gendo and uh, Ifitsuki are taking, like, a train and looking out at the city and just doing, like, a tandem monologue about the nature of cities and, like, you two need to Chill the fuck out. Yeah, like you need <laughs> like to like. Aside not... from how much I hate you, you just need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> like once driven from paradise, mankind created a new paradise in his own image and called it a city. Like what the? Just, <laughs> just like go to the movies. <laughs> What's that documentary? Yeah. Uh, and then also. Uh, like, there's a shot, like, scene of, like, first Kaji is hitting on, I think her name is Mayu, the, like, mm, bridge yeah. person who uh, we eventually learn is into Ritsuko. Oh, does like, that come up? I missed that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because, like, she ends up typing, like, I need you, I need you, I need you, and then the person that she sees, like, before she explodes is Ritsuko. Uh, and okay. she, like, embraces her, and then she blows up. <laughs> okay, yeah. Don't remember the movie super clearly. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, it's just, if you were re-watching this, it's kind of funny, because, like, Kaji sure. is, like, hitting on this woman, and she's like, oh, no, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, Kaji, you're barking up the wrong tree there, but Right. Uh, and Kaji, like, sorts all of the garbage in the break room. Yeah. Which is, like, just a weird, funny detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but she, uh, Kaji and uh, Masato eventually, ha- uh, Masato comes in and they eventually have a conversation about like, hey, I know you're doing this weird shit. Right. And she's like, be careful. And he's like, I will be. <laughs> well, this is where we also get like the exposition that, hey, did you know that like every corporation on Earth is actually just nerve? Yeah. Well, ex- ex- specifically like the Gehern Institute, or like the the Marduk, the, yeah, Marduk, Mar- the Marduk. Marmaduke Institute. Yes, <laughs> a joke I'm sure we made last time. I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as like, and that's the thing that chooses what the next pilot is going to be, right? And he also tells her like, oh yeah, also Shinji School owned by Nerve. It exists only to like research possible pilot candidates. Yeah, like that is. Under the Marmaduke, Marmaduke Institute. Right. Which, that goes back to what I was saying last time. This whole city, no one lives here except people that are roped into nerve. Yeah. It's like a corporate city, basically. But yeah, like, like, corporate government city. Yeah, this whole city only exists for the Human Instrumentality Project. 
Yes. Like, the entire conflict of the show really isn't about angels are attacking humanity. It's that a, a small number of rich and powerful men are putting everybody on Earth at risk for their own gain. I'm not convinced the angels would be attacking if they weren't being assholes. Because like, they didn't uh, attack for 15 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think, like, them collecting all this stuff together, Lilith and Adam, and, like, yeah. they are definitely inviting this onto them. Right. Uh, and then also, Kashi, you get the scene of Kashi and Shinji, because Shinji, like, walks up and, like, right. Kashi goes, like, hey, do you want to, can I get you, a uh, you know, some tea, some coffee? And Shinji just goes, Kashi, I'm a boy. Right. Which I think <laughs> is mostly just supposed to be a joke about... Kaji reflexively hitting on every person he talks to. Yeah. Again, I think it's just one of those things where it's funny. It's like, oh, well, Shinji is also like... Right. But but we're both boys. But we're both boys. (laughs) That happens less from what I've heard. I wouldn't know, but I definitely only hear, but we're both girls. Yeah. Uh, Episode 19 I think has more going on in it because episode 18 just ends with uh... Toji hitting those Kobe's. What you're gonna you're gonna skip the the watermelon scene? No, <laughs> that's in episode nineteen. It's it's right here. He's w- w- watering them melons. I'm looking right at it. I I, I thought that came later. I guess yeah. yeah. Oh Got yeah. It, 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 the, the the note that I wrote down about the watermelons doesn't happen till later, but he does. Yeah, because the watermelons come back. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but he, he's got to feel the watermelons. <laughs> just, just a weird thing, I guess. Yeah, you know. Gotta, gotta, gotta have a hobby. Yeah. Well, this he kind of says some things that link into what gets said in the last episode. Where he talks about, like, well, it's really awful that, you know, you've gone through so much suffering. But that lets you be kinder, because you know what suffering feels like. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I can be some real meanie sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but I mean, I take his point. No, yeah, like, it, again, Kaji is, like, the person with the most head on his shoulders of this Kaji entire fucking thing. Kaji is the only mentally well-adjusted human being in this universe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, episode 18, Ambivalence, a.k.a. A Man's Battle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, we see Unit 3 being transported, and it gets infected. It goes through this weird cloud where it gets infected. Right. Uh, Toji has his uh, first sync test, and it goes berserk, basically. Yeah, it immediately goes berserk. Like, this gross, like, film is spilling out of the crevices of the Eva and, like, coating it. It... By just making one of the Avas, uh, like, one of the villains... Yeah. It's so, like, g- well, like, puts a light on how creepy they are. Yeah. Because we kind of got uh, gotten a bit used to it at this point. Right. Of just, like, the basic design. Like, not even, like, the, oh, there's a being in it. Yeah. But, like, just seeing it, like, all hunched over, like, with the sun behind its back. Right. What well, I love, too, that, like... Last episode, you have this whole subplot where, you know, the S2 engines and these new Evas, they were testing one, and that's why the facility blew up. Yeah. But they're like, all right, we have the other Eva and the other S2 engine. 
We're going to test it out of town, but it's going to be totally fine. Everything's totally going to be fun. cool. Yeah. It's going to work out. We've got like three of these things. Dumb Americans, they don't know how to do Evas. We know how to do Evas. It's going to be cool. We invented giant robots. They flip the on switch and it immediately blows up. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess the S2 is just not, it's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it moves so, like, rubbery and... Yeah. Like, it moves with a creature that, like, can, like, move every part of its body but doesn't have bones. Yeah. And, like, Shinji's, like, fighting and he's like, oh, I know there's a person in there. And, like, Asuka's like, you don't know? Right. It's it's almost funny the way they cut it. goes like, wait, Shinji, you don't know? The person who's piloting it is... Yeah. The name of the person who's piloting it, whose name I'm going to say right now, is, of course, obviously... Uh, and, yeah, like, this, this is another episode where, like, again, the things happen are very, like, kind of contained. Yeah. Because it's, it's a lot of this fight. Right. Which I, I do like, and Shinji's like, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, he has a kind of, like, a freak out where he's, like, he, he freezes. Yeah. And, uh, the enemy Eva just, like, starts strangling him with his rubbery arms. It can't, you can see the like where the fingers are on like Shinji's neck. Yeah, yeah, his it's neck like, is like, like, like indenting. It's like, ugh, this isn't. Yeah, it's bad to look at. Uh, and they say like, oh, we need to use the dummy plug, and they're like, oh, the dummy plug's untested. And Gendo right. just screams, it's better than the current pilots. Right, because Shinji is refusing to fight because he does not want to kill uh the other human pilot. Yeah. So he's like, all right, well, fuck you, kid. Yeah, you, I'm, I'm going to just make you watch. Yeah. Well, and, like, his nerves are still synced up to the Eva, so he's... He's basically... Yeah, he's, like, doing it. He just can't, like, control himself. Yeah. It it sucks. It sucks real bad. Like, at, he in the second... In the next episode, he says, like, you use my own hands. Yeah. Like, he could feel it. Yeah. Which, man... Because this... And this Ava just fucking goes to town. Right. It just, like, rips this thing. And, like, the blood and the... It's gruesome. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like, you see its eyeball explode out of its head. Like, it, it's maybe the most, like, gory the show gets. It's up there, yeah. And Toji gets of, to like, feel all of it. Yeah. And so they eventually, like... The episode ends with Masada, like... Risco ends up alive somehow because like uh-huh. she, she uh, no it was Masato Masato was at the right thing and she ends up alive and she like gets on the comms with Shinji and she's like I'm so sorry I didn't tell you yeah and that's like when Shinji sees that it's Toji and he screams yeah and then fly me to the moon but that seems like the most like on purpose yeah like fly me to the moon being just like Right. Uh, that's like a dance remix of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, check. They don't promise fan service at the end of this one. Yeah. I, I think they eventually do stop saying uh, fan yeah, service. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, then we have Weaving a Story 2, an oral stage. Shape yeah. of heart, shape of human. <laughs> Which this episode starts with Shinji holding uh, Nerve hostage. 
Yeah, this is kind of the most proactive Shinji has been. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, he's, like, in the, like, docking bay with the Eva, and wait, he's... Wait, no, I, I said the wrong title. It's inter- it's Introduction of Man's oh, right, Battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weaving a Story 2 is the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, like, in the docking bay, threatening to self-destruct unless he gets some good fucking answers. Well, what he says is, like, I'll disconnect right now, and I, I'm sure I can do a lot of damage in, like, yeah. five minutes. Yeah. And they eventually, like... But they what they say is that they increase the pressure of the LCL and basically make him black out. Yeah, and then like eject him. Right, because which is yeah, because Gendo would rather strangle his child than give him than have a conversation with him. Yep. <laughs> what so, a piece of shit. Uh, we we get some more um, like Shinji on the subway, but this time Ray's there instead of uh, his younger self. Yeah. But also, Toji's there. Right, Toji's in like the car next to them, and he's like looking at them. He's like, oh, "What are they talking about?" Well, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's such a weird moment. Yeah, I like that. That subway is just a weird collective unconscious. Yeah, it's mementos. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but when then we see him, like Hikari's there out at his bedside, and she's like crying because like, oh, I'm, I'm so glad he woke up. Uh, and you can see that he lost his leg. Oh, I missed that completely. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah, like when he is, like when you see like the wide shot of the bed, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. part where his, I think, left leg should be, is just totally like. I did not notice that. Wow. Whew. Which, I mean, yeah, probably makes sense that something went bad there. <laughs> makes sense, but yeah, dang. Uh, but yeah, we get. Shinji again you're like anyway I don't want to do this anymore but this time he's in three pairs of handcuffs I like that it's three pairs of handcuffs like like Shinji could break one right (laughs) I like the conversation that that like ends their exchange weekend was like you disappointed me I don't want to see you again and Shinji goes yep that's the idea yeah it's like I I, I think what at least he said like the English version because I watched the English version this time yeah yeah was like, I doubt we'll see each other again. Oh, that's what he says in Japanese, too. You're right. You're okay, right. yeah. And then Shinji goes, like, yep, that's, that is my plan. <laughs> I, w- I will never see you again. Um, so they put Ray in Unit 1, and she's immediately rejected. Yeah. It won't accept the dummy plug either anymore. No, like, just nothing. It, it Unit 1 is basically going on strike. Gendo's wife is very mad at him. He's like, honey, you didn't <laughs> listen to our son. <laughs> oh, man. Is there, because there's a lot of, like, those funny, like, bonus comics for Eva. Is there one where just Unit 1 just decides to just go back to living as, like, her old human self? Uh, I think I've seen definitely fan comics like that. <laughs> sure. Uh, like, the most, most comedic one just has, like, Ava Unit 1 as, like, another like, student at their school. Yeah, I think I've seen that before. I just like the idea of, like, like that bit at the end of, or, like, the fun anime part of the last episode. Yeah. Where it's, like, Shinji's parents in the kitchen. If that was just Unit 1 instead of his mom. Is Unit 1 the same size, or is it, like, mom size? I mean, I think either is good. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> they're both uh, funny. There, There is a good goof, and I forgot, like, what it's... 
called but the like comedic one's called where like Shinji and every unit one are eating lunch together and in every unit one bento it's just batteries yeah i think i've seen that <laughs> and it like offers it to shinji and he's like no i'm good it's like no you, you should eat it and so it's just like it was like shinji like having to get down this battery <laughs> um and so uh the angel one of the angel attacks and this is also a very good angel design Oh, yeah, this is the one with the ribbon arms, right? Yeah, that, like, yeah. the super, like, that cuts through anything. Yeah, this one rules. Um, so, like, Unit 1 is still missing its arm, because the the last one ripped its arm off. Or Unit 0, right? Unit 0 is still missing an arm, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and so, Ray just grabs a into mine. Well, first, Asuka fights it, and she's right. like... She just has a bunch of guns and spears in, like, a circle stabbed into the ground around her. And she's, like, giving it everything, and it just cuts off both of her arms. Yeah. And she's, like, yelling, and they're like, you need to disconnect the nerve, like, thing now. And, like, right as they do it, it cuts Unit 2's head off. Yeah, which... Asuka kind of bounces back from that one. In a way that she sure doesn't the other stuff. I feel like getting your head cut off would really be a rough one. I... I... I think they got the nerve stuff. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, what they're saying there is we need to make it so she doesn't feel. Right. I thought the idea was that they didn't get it in time, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I, I... I feel like there's, like, enough of a, like, a... Them pushing buttons and shit sure. to... Well, like I said, like, she's on a downward trend at this point, but it doesn't wreck her the way I feel like feeling what your head getting chopped off would be like would wreck you. Yes. Arms losing, though, she's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They Listen, they've, a lot of bad shit has happened to their arms. Yeah. And then Ray appears, and she is just, like, with her one hand carrying it into mine and tries to, like, just shove it into this angel, but it, like... Uh, but it... Uh, just, like, ends up closing its weak spot. They finally learned, like, hey, if yeah. we have a weak spot, we should be able to protect it. Right. Which I don't uh, really get how Ray survives this. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I guess because she has to push it through the Angel's AT field. Maybe it's like she's got her own field protecting her. Yeah, and I think we've seen Ava units get hit by N2 mines and be okay-ish. Yeah, well, because yeah, the first episode they the first they try an N2 mine on the Angel and it doesn't work because of its AT field. Yes. So maybe that's what the deal is. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, and so then like. The AV Unit 2 head ends up landing in, uh, like, this um, shelter that Shinji yeah. was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll say, if you notice beforehand when Shinji's, like, just in the corner sulking, uh-huh. you, you can hear babies crying, and when the head lands, you do not hear babies crying. Oof. Oof. That's a... Oof. Yeah, so this is also the first angel that is in, like, it's near Nerve headquarters. It, is, right, like, it, it gets into, like, that weird underground, the geo front. Yes. Yeah. The Black Moon. Right, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, Fucking the, whatever. The White Moon that was in Antarctica. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Shinji goes out and is just watching the uh, the angel fight. And Kaji is also there, and they're just having a conversation. 
And well, Kaji does say, like, well, I'm, you know, I guess I'll, like, you know, dying, uh, tending to my garden isn't the worst way to go. Although right. I'd rather be between Masato's melons. It, yeah. <laughs> Is that the lion? Is it the lion in the English version? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it not that in the American or in no, the Japanese? In, in the Japanese, he's it's like the opposite. He says like, "No, I'm I'm here because of how bad it is." I mean, you know, between uh, I'm, wow, Misato. There we go. Between Misato's breast is also nice, but I would I want to be here dying doing something I like. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a like weird backhand diss of kids Misato. Right, yeah, and I like that they flipped it for the English. Man. <laughs> uh, and so Shinji shows back up and he's like, well, I guess I gotta fucking do this. Yeah. Uh, and this is maybe, like, this is very, again, like, shounen anime and, like, it being very shounen anime only works to better market against what it turns into. Right. Uh, because, like, it's like the angel's about to, like, destroy the bridge and all the magi and Masato and all that. Yeah. And then Shinji just bursts through the fucking wall. Uh-huh. And it's, it's cool for, like, a minute. Yeah. And it's also just cool because, like, we've seen that shot of uh, Nerf headquarters so many times. Yeah, yeah. And seeing, like, that pan but an angel's there now. Right. Is cool. Uh, and then he, like, slams against the wall that they, like, put the Avas up on. Like, oh, to right, shoot them. yeah. And he, like, grinds its face as they shoot him up. Yeah, it rules. Uh, and then he's, like, he's, like, he is going berserk. Yeah. And then he, like, notices that he's out of power, and so the angel just, like, starts basically toying with him. Right. Because he's, like, pulling its face out. Yeah, uh-huh. Which but is a... The, yeah. It's fucked up. But then it just starts, like, shooting its ribbon arms at the cockpit over and over to try and crack it open. And, like, it, like, hits... It uh, takes his arm off. Yeah, at some point during all this, he loses his arm. And he is about to die when the best part of the whole show happens. Yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you. We, we have talked about it last time. This is... The whole end of this episode is so fucking good. Yeah, I, I, I want my note at the end of this episode is still the best ending of an episode. Yeah, because it just it goes berserk more. Yeah, it's its mouth cracks open. It is like fully awake and alive. We'd stop hearing from Shinji at all. Yeah, it just starts ripping the angel apart. It rips one of its ribbon arms off and like uses it to regenerate its arm and it's so gross well and there's no armor anymore so it's just a giant human arm yeah and (sighs) like it's like bursting out of bits of its armor and Ritsuko is like oh no it's like losing its like the the restraints right thought i was like hold on (laughs) yeah yeah Ritsuko swings yeah that's not armor that's restraints so that it we can control it and then, like, yeah, it just is, like, ripping and, like, eating parts of this angel, including its core, which, like, reforms as an S2 engine inside of it. Well, yeah, I think we this is kind of the reveal that, that those cores are S2 engines, and that's what they've been talking about the whole time. Yes. Uh, uh, which I, I don't know if this is right or not. I kind of take it to mean, because they recovered the second angel intact. Yeah. I kind of figured that meant that, like, 
that's what happened to it. It ended up in America where it blew up. That can definitely be like how that's, or at least they've done enough research on it. Yeah. I guess they've cut, there's been a few angels they basically got in one piece, like Ramiel and. Yeah. So they could have gotten it from a few places. Yes. But, uh, yeah, and like I've talked about it so many times, but just the shot of it, like yeah. eating and then like looking up into the camera and it just got the white eyes is such a good shot. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's incredible. Well, and just. Before that, like, it opened its mouth, and we've seen them open their mouths before with, like, big metal teeth, but this is, I think this is the first time we've seen just the normal-ass teeth behind the metal teeth. And, yeah, it's, like, crawling on the ground like like a primate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a ape. Yeah. And it just, it's, oh, it's such, like, a good section. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly animated, and it's so creepy looking. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just such a... And, like, yeah, like, that episode ends with Masada going, like, what are these things? Yeah. Uh, 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 what? <laughs> okay, now we arrive at weaving a story to oral stage. Right. Shape of heart, shape of human. Because the thing is, when that happened, Shinji vanished. Yeah. Like, as soon as that went berserk, Shinji disappeared. They, into can't, the, like, they can't get the cockpit open anymore, and they get, like, a camera feed in there, and it's just empty. With his, like, plug suit floating. Yeah. The way Unit 1 is bandaged is the creepiest good shit. Well, it's so good because it's such a long bit of... It's just a long conversation scene with just close-ups of people's faces. And then the very end of it is a wide shot showing this entire time this horrible, bloody, bandaged, giant head has been staring at them. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. This is an episode where I think the the budget stuff starts to show through, but in a way that I don't think really hurts it. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, still shots where you just see the backs of characters or silhouettes of characters so you, they don't even have to animate them talking. But, like, it's fine. Yeah, like, no, it's... And the images that they are doing... Yeah. ...are so good. Right, because a lot of them are just these giant bandaged, bandaged up Eva heads. Yeah. I'm looking at one, it's just like, it's not even looking at them, it's just staring into the camera. Yeah, like, the, and also the eye follows you around. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. Uh, yeah, it's so creepy, and like, you get a real good shot of those, like, human teeth. Yeah. It's just, ah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Uh, and so it's... The episode's kind of split into two parts that are intercutting between each other. One is, like, the rescue mission to help Shinji's body, like, re-solidify in the LCL and come out. Uh, and, like, it is showing you, like, day three, day 16, day... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, like, over a month. And then the other part of it is what Shinji is experiencing during this time. Yes. Which is basically just instrumentality, just with only his mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, this is what really is, like, this is the most clear, like, forward, like, this is what 25 and 26 are. Yeah. Um, and I think we also get Gendo saying, like, oh, we're gonna have a child. If it's a boy, Shiji. If it's a girl, Ray. Which is like, oh! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Um, is also the bit you were talking about earlier where it's, like, where he's keeps saying enemy over and over and, like, the angels slowly get just replaced with Gendo. 
which is yeah a really great moment uh you get the weird sequence of all of the girls naked yeah do you want to merge with me do you want to become one with me it's not which, an uncomfortable feeling which when you know what like that it's talking about instrumentality yeah it's like this other level of creepy yeah but i mean it is also talking about fucking yes like there's a reason they're naked yeah and it's a, there's a reason it's only the women characters yep coward <laughs> they're cowards <laughs> Listen, Kaoru wasn't in the show yet. Like, what if you just, like, saw Toji? Like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, again, like, there's a lot of, like, very abstract. In, in abstract, they are, like, they still have bits of, like, the lines. Yeah, that's in there. But they're, I think they're more hitting what they are going to do for these more strap stuff later. Yeah. Uh, and which I, I've been stated as a fan of. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What do you think... There, there, there's two, like, motifs in these episodes that I'm curious what you think they represent, if they represent anything. One is, like, they... and Especially in these kind of weirder episodes, they will... To, like, cut up scenes, they will have, like, a black screen with, like, a wo- drop of water falling into a pond... What, like, do you think that's like supposed to represent something, or is it just, hey, I don't know, here's an image of water hitting a pond? Fucking, I don't know. I I don't really know if it yeah. means anything. Right. Well, just because, like, why that over any other kind of image yeah. they could choose, you know? And then the other one is like, there's a lot of fo- there's a lot of shots of Shinji like flexing his hand in these episodes. The, Either, like, it's down by his side or he's staring at it and he's just, like, clenching his fist and unclenching it over and over. Yeah. I don't know, what do you, what do you think that is? Um, the way that they've, like, kind of used hands and, like, explicitly clenching the fish, because this also happens with Toji. Yeah. Is, like, oh, I'm gonna do something. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that, that makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, this is another case of me maybe reading too deep into, like, an End of Eva read of it, where it's like, oh, that's just a weird metaphorical jerking off motion. Yeah. Especially because the the first time I noticed it was when he was, like, feeling very proud of himself because he got the high sync score, and he's just sitting on the bus staring at his hand, flexing it over and over until, like, someone else on the bus laughs at him. Yeah, and then Shinji feels bad because some kids laughed at him. Yeah. Um, Again, you can't you can't open a movie that way and expect me not to think about it. That's fair. Um, but this episode ends with uh, the Ava being like it, like they're they're trying to do like the last thing. Like, okay, we think we can do this, and that's also when we get like this did happen before, but we're not sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, Risco's plan to save Shinji doesn't work, uh, but Masato just, like, legitimately grieving over losing him, like, gives him an emotional connection to the world and his body, like, reforms. Yeah, and he just appears, like, naked from the, like, the fluid, like, the fluid just, like, it's off screen, but, like, there's a sound effect that kind of implies that it just all, like, silly forms together. Yeah, 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 because that would have been expensive to animate. Yeah. Um, 
we're getting into some of the later episodes that have director's cuts. Did you watch those? I watched whatever you gave me on that USB drive when we first watched these. Okay, then yes, the... Um, then those are the director's cut versions. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I thought, like, the the footage of, uh, I, I think Lilith coming to life, that's director's cut stuff, right? I believe so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, then yes. I do like that, uh, you know, this episode's called Oral Stage, and the only time it gets explained what they mean by that is the last scene with, like, Ritsuko and Masato are driving, and there's, like, a love advice radio show who's explaining what oral stage means. Yeah. We're like, you would have to either be, like, ignoring the main dialogue of the scene or pausing to read both sets of subtitles. <laughs> yeah, the, the show does a lot of that. There's yeah. a lot of, like, overlapping conversations where both are important. Yeah. Oh, and then this is where Masato and Kaji have sex. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Risco is kind of like, wow, like, literally the second Shinji's okay, Masato runs off to go have sex. Yeah, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. And does Kaji put the capsule with the chip into it into her vagina? I don't think so. Because says, she says, like, hey, don't put weird stuff in there. I, they- I, I, I think he pulls it out, like, of a bag, and he is going to do something. Okay. Or, no, and, and like, and he's going to like give it to her, but she's assuming that he is going to do some weird shit. I like that interpretation better. <laughs> but like, I did forget how like, oh, those are just having sex noises. Those are just they are just having sex noises. Masato's just like yeah, just a still image of like a nightstand with like an open condom wrapper, uh, like a lighter and some cigarettes and a glass of that's probably supposed to be beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. She's probably not just drinking a nice glass of LCL. No. <laughs> Do not drink the LCL under any circumstances. So we got episode 21, which is the uh, birth of Gehern. Yeah. Which is, you know, the big. Yeah. Uh, the, hey, did you want to know what the plot of this show is? Well, good news. Yeah. Or he was aware he's still a child. It is. Yeah. It's. It's the birth of Gehur, but it's also the birth of Nerve, is the actual title. Right, right. Because uh, Gehern turns into Nerve. Yeah. Which, do you know what Gehern is? Uh, n- no? It's the German word for brain. Oh. Uh. Uh, I think it's interesting that they're framing, the at least the beginning of this flashback, through Fiyutsuki, who is a side character. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say one thing I don't really get... Because he really doesn't like Gendo at first. And I don't really get how he gets from that. I get how he agrees to join Nerve. I don't get how he's just totally like, yes, I will stand next to you and help with your dramatic monologues. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, by the end of this episode, he, like, is like, I'm going to, like, reveal you. Like, you know, you're... Yeah. Yeah, that, that I would say that Fusey's character arc doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not that it doesn't make sense so much as there's like still there's a, a lot of blanks of there it. that yeah. yeah they don't ever fill in. Oh, this is also the beginning of uh, they replace the councilmen with just the sound only blocks, which I think is an improvement. I agree that it's an improvement. I don't understand the reasoning, but I like it. I, I think it's so they don't have to animate. Like but the, the, they could have kept doing what they've been doing, which just use the same talk cycles for all of them. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, 
I don't know. I just like it that like they're like they're not even they can't even be like bothered to go into this like hologram room. Right. Like yeah, I mean it's a good visual. Yeah. I, I also like the idea of like someone like midway through going ah oh, shit we should have done this. <laughs> um, but yeah, young Gendo does suck. Oh yeah, yeah, Gendo never didn't suck. Uh, do, do you want to get into what your stuff was? Uh, we'll get to it in a little bit here. Um, so yeah, we see Fusuke, uh, and he's like, oh, you know, like, there's this young student, Akari, that, uh, has, like, this amazing research, you should, uh, check her out. It's like, oh, it's Yue Akari, she was always... Right. It's like, oh, wait, because when they first say, oh, this young student, Akari, you assume... Yeah. It's gonna be Gendo, but no. Nuh-uh. This base episode basically implies that, like, oh, uh, like, Yue was the brain. It's like, Gendo's smart, but she's not as smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I, 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 you know, there's been a lot of talk about, like, how involved Yue is in all of this. <laughs> right. Whether, like... Oh, that was kind of her idea? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know, because, like, Gendo's entire plan is just to get, uh, you know, get her back, right? Yeah. Isn't that all he wants? Basically, like, he's, like, you know, doing the human mentality project because, uh, like, you know, he knows it will, like, allow him to do certain things and, like, get certain abilities, but, like, at the end of the day, he's going, uh, just for... Uh, like getting to see UA again, right? Yeah, but I guess we don't know what UA's motivations were because they say at the beginning, like, oh, there's something about her now. She's backed up by some group called Sele. Yeah, like, like, she has she... ties to them before anybody else does. Yes, which is weird. Mm-hmm. And maybe like they just Sele saw that she was working on some stuff that they were interested in that like could yeah. tie into this Ava shit. Right, or right. maybe she like it is more of a back and forth where. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so as like eventually, but she's like, oh, I like I'm, I am thinking about getting married, and then you cut to like, oh, I'm going out with Gendo, Gendo Rokubungi, because uh, who Fusuke picked him up when he had been arrested. Right, yeah, it's a weird scene where, like, he requests that Fusuke comes and gets him, even though they don't know each other? Yeah, and I, I think it's because, like, by that point, I think he is dating Yue. Yeah, because, yeah, like, the next scene is Yue saying, like, oh, sorry if you didn't appreciate me introducing you two, like, what? You know, there is something weird about Yue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, it's hard to tell, like, what of that is, like, because a lot of times we get to hear her voice, it is from, like, right. Shinji's, like, memory, like, weird memories of her, or, like, Gendo's weird memories of her. Right, she doesn't and, really like, speak for herself at all in the show. Except for these little moments that we see yeah. in the flashbacks. But, like, and these flashbacks give the kind of the feeling of, like, this, you don't seem like you're, like, maniacally evil, but there's some, something weird. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I'm going after to get a Rokobangi. And uh, I think that we get to like post um, second impact. Right, yeah. It kind of skips ahead, and Fusuke he, is just a doctor in some random town now. Yeah. Like, he's just like, like, oh, I decided that being a professor wasn't, like, wasn't helpful at this time. Right. They established that there's no seasons anymore, it's just summer all the time. Yeah. Which, that makes sense, yeah. That's, uh, hmm. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> uh, uh. And, like, there, there is a bit of, like, oh, you know, this was the year after uh, Second Impact. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so he eventually, he goes back up to Antarctica, and he sees Gindo, who he's surprised is alive. Because apparently he was right. stationed at, uh, not Australia, at Antarctica. Same thing. During the time that Second Impact happened there. Right. Uh, and, like, Fiske goes, like, also, I figured out pretty quickly that it wasn't a fucking meteor. Yeah, because, yeah, it doesn't make yeah, any like, sense. Yeah, like, he's like, I did, I, I know enough about this to be like, no, this is... Right. None of this makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and you get, like, to see the photos of, like, Gendo and uh, Keel, who's wearing, like, sunglasses at this point. Right. Uh, like, in the background of this, like, press conference. Yeah. Um, but then do we get the implication that Gendo, well, like, not the implication, just the thing of, uh, that Gendo knew that Second Impact was coming? Oh, yeah, I guess we do, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because he ran away with all of his research before it hit. Yeah, well, first Fusuke learns that him and you have been married, and they have a kid called Shinji. Right. He's still just a little baby. A little baby. Uh, and then I think there's a scene after that where he like goes like, okay, yes, you, you know, like you left right before, like second impact was hap- like happened, like yeah. the day before. Yeah. And, like that cannot be a coincidence. Like with all of the files and materials from this, right? That cannot be coincidence. Yeah. So yeah, he tells him he's gonna. Uh you know, report him or whatever, and he's like, okay, okay, but why don't you come with me first, buddy, and just take a look around the building? And I think this is where we see the, like... Like, they are building nerve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is this where we get, like, the first look of, like, the original Evas? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we also did skip over, it's short, but, like, we see a young Masato. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I like in this episode, they do a good job of, like... Making the adult characters visibly younger without making them look like kids. Yes. Like, the Fusuke we see for the majority of the episode, like, looks younger, but not like... Right. Like, younger in the way that is 15 years younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, and just like, like, Ritsuko and Misato especially, like, you see yeah. them at multiple ages, and it's like, oh, yeah, they, like, they're, like, aging tracks... Yes. Um. Oh, the thing I was gonna bring up is actually a few episodes from now. Oh, okay. Then. I got it mixed up. But uh, 
Yeah, and so then we see, uh, I think it cuts to, like, a bit of Masato backstory, where she's like, well, it's specifically Ritsuko, but we see Masato, and, like, the first time they meet. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, apparently, you know, she was at Second Impact, and was, like, the only survivor uh, who was there. Yeah, and she's just, like, sitting traumatized in a cell. Yeah, that part's really rough, but when you see her more as a college student... Right. Ritsuko's like, uh, you know, she used to not talk for two years, but now she won't shut up. <laughs> right. Which, like, Ritsuko, be nice. I thought she was being more, like, playful than that. Like, <laughs> I, I know. But like, <laughs> if, if she heard, if she, heard, if Misato heard her say that, that'd be kind of fucked. That's true. That's true. Uh, it's the kind of, like, kind of mean joke that you maybe, like, you only really want to make with, like, a, a friend you are really good friends with. Right, right. And even then, like, be, like, careful about yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I think I just took it more as, like, you would not know that she used to be mute to, like, hear her. Yeah, Because yeah. she never stops talking. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, no, like, I don't, like, say, like, this is why Ritsuko is horrible. Listen, no, there's she, other reasons. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of reasons why Ritsuko's horrible. Uh, but also we get to see uh, Ritsuko Sr. Uh, oh, right, yes, yes, yes. Uh... Because we also see young Ritsuko who does not have blonde hair. Yes. She's got that weird purple hair her mom's got. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, like, very obvious that she dyed it blonde to, like, get away from her mother. Yeah, yeah. Which is all great with all the shit she goes through. Right. Oh, boy. <sighs> Just a bunch of, like, bad, sad people making bad decisions. And also, just apparently, Gendo is irresistible. The lady, the Casanova of <laughs> Nerve. Hey, have you seen his hand? It's beautiful. No, fuck that. Um. But yeah, so like, uh, we we get the like we see uh that with well okay we see Yui die first also. Right. Yeah. Uh, and she brought Shinji. And so that, yeah, that's like, when Shinji mentions that, that to his therapist, he'd be like, ah, oh, I see, yes, yes, I think we've made a breakthrough today. Right, right. <laughs> you, is, you saw your mom die. <laughs> you saw your mom die by climbing, you saw your mom climb into an Eva and then not climb out again. Yeah, and I, I understand maybe why you don't want to get into the robot, Shinji. <laughs> I see, I see, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and like when he's there, like everyone is like, "Hey, why is this kid doing here?" Right. And they're like, "I don't think a kid should be at this experimental." Right. And Yui's like, "No, no, it's cool. It's cool." Like I want Shady to see this. It's like, Which, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so then uh, we yeah we get. Ritsuko, and we see that uh, Ritsuko's mom is in a relationship, kind of, with Gendo. She, yeah, she sees Gendo and her mom making out. Yeah, and Ritsuko's like, mm, this is... <laughs> I'm just gonna leave now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then also Gendo brings in his other kid. Yeah, he's got, like, a little, like, five-year-old Ray. And... You know, like, this is my, like, oh, I thought you had a, a, a son. And he's like, no, this is, you know, a family friend yeah. uh, kid. And so I'm taking care of them for a bit. Uh, this is Rei Ayanami, you know, the yeah. 
I you know I, I did say at some point that I would name uh, my daughter Ray if I had right. one, but this is just a weird coincidence. Let me ask you this, and if this is a stupid thing to ask, like tell me. Yeah. You know, we talked a lot last time about the ways you can read this show as like having a a trans subtext. What does it say that, like, Gendo clearly just wants to have a daughter and not a son like he's got? Yeah, that's... It, I... I think there is something there. Yeah. Uh, especially with, like, for so many people, like, that is not, like, what they want. Like, because usually it's like, oh, I gotta have a son to f- pass on the family lineage. Right. And you could maybe go to something that, like, Gendo obviously just does not care about his family lineage. Right. That, like, he, you know, took his wife's name and, like, seems to desperately want a daughter. Yeah. But I could also see you, it more going with, Shinji is disappointing to him because he runs away. Rei does not run away. Rei can be controlled. She she can be controlled, and I think there's also just the fact that she looks like his dead wife. Yeah, that's also a part of it. Yeah. Like, as, for as awful as Gendo is, I do think he has legitimate feelings for her, because, like, of course he does. That's what his whole plan is. Yes. Uh, what do you think... Okay, because we know what human instrumentality is, but there are people, maybe not the general public, but there's people in Nerve that are aware that the human instrumentality project is a thing that are definitely not aware that it's about melting everybody into one big ooze. Like, what do you... Like, Misato talks about human instrumentality. What do you think she's under the impression that it is? Well, as they've... Like, all of the code words that they have are just some weird fucking biblical nonsense. Yeah, that's fair. I think she's like... It's probably just like a, you know, a plan to get rid of all the angels. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, I, I think if I had to, like... I don't know if I would read, like, Gendo's, like, wanting a daughter... As a like trans narrative, I think it is sure. more about control. Yeah, that's fair. It just kind of hit me that you know, it, it definitely yeah. he is more happy with Ray as a daughter than Shinji as a son. That is true. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so like, uh, Masada uh, Ritsuko is now fully working there as uh, like the as a scientist. Right, kind of working mom. under her mom in a way yeah. that I think we kind of already knew or could infer from older episodes. Yes, uh, they're building the magic and like are finished with it basically. Yeah, uh, except for one key ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we hear about Masato and like Kaji have broken up, and right. Masato's currently living in Germany with the, you know, working on their uh, branch of the Evangelion project. Yeah. Which is, we do, like, Asuka and uh, Masato, like, somewhat know each other. It's like, that's how they eventually, like, got to know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then, uh, like, uh, the Ritsuko we know is like, okay, like, I'm gonna head out now. I'm heading home early, and you'll just be here alone, and nothing bad will happen. Yeah. Uh, and then Ray appears. Uh, Ray, yeah, little little baby Ray appears. Little Ray, little Ray, and uh, uh, just starts calling her an old hag over and over. And she's like, 
you really shouldn't do that to your... Yeah, hey, that's not nice. He's like, well, that's what Gendo calls you. And she's like, oh? <laughs> yeah. Oh? Yeah, he always says how he doesn't need you, because you're uh, an old lady, and he doesn't like you. And he's done using you now. And, uh... I understand that she's pushing her buttons in a very specific way. It does not take that much to get Ritsuko's mom to strangle a baby to death. Yes. Which, you know, her inner monologue is about how, like, oh, she's not even really a person. She's a clone. Like, so, like you could fine. be replaced. Right. But she seems to also realize that, like, I don't even know if she was thinking, knowing that it was a clone. I think it was more just, like... Well, you could be replaced, line, and the fact that, like, she immediately gels to the fact that, like, this little girl looks exactly like Yue. Yeah, it, that, it that's true. It seems like she I... knows what Rei is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that definitely makes probably the most sense. Just because I was wondering if she was saying it more in like, hey, I, it's obvious that I could be replaced, like as right. a like romantic partner. Yeah, like you could be replaced. Well, because she even says like you're not even a real person or something. Oh, okay, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then we find, like, it's like, oh, anyway, the next day, Gayheron got disbanded and replaced with Nerve, and all the personnel moved over, you know, except for one. And you see, like, a bloody splatter of where, uh, uh, Ritsuko's mom f- fell to her death. Yep. So... To what extent, if any, do you think Gendo caused that? I, I I think he may have a hand in that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. But, like, do you think it's that he pushed her? Or do you think it's that he egged Rayon to go do that to her? I think he may have egged Rayon. I don't know if it was direct as a push. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the way, if you take it as straightforward as possible, it's that, you know... She says all that stuff about how Ray's not even really a person and it's okay to just murder her. But then she kind of has a moment of, like, good God, what did I do? And it's easy to see that, like, maybe she killed herself when she was in a more sound state of mind and uh-huh. was kind of horrified by what she'd done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a weird, like, the way Baby Ray behaves. Famous Baby Ray. Famous Baby <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> The way that sweet little bottle of barbecue sauce behaves is not really congruent with, like, present Ray. No. And maybe you could take it as just, like, well, she's this weird clone, and she's still very young at that point, so she's, like, a sociopath. Because mm-hmm. she hasn't, like, properly, like, internalized being a good person. I, 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 I think, yeah, I think Gendo pushed... Not That's like her, yeah. no, pushed Ray. Pushed Ray, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But, uh, yeah, Fyutsuki has been, like, imprisoned in Nerve, and Kaji rescues him. And uh, Fyutsuki's like, Kaji, dude, they're definitely gonna kill you for this. And he's like, nah, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm Why great. Why does everyone keep saying that I'm gonna die? It's fine. Anyway, <laughs> I think I'm gonna retire after today. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and, and like uh, Masato has been like not arrested, but just kind of detained all day because they're concerned she's connected to Kaji's espionage. Yeah, 
Because also, this whole episode starts with Fuski being kidnapped, and people think Kaji did it, but actually right. Sele did it. Right. And, uh... So, yeah, Masato gets let go, and you get a scene where Kaji meets somebody. We don't see who, because we're, like, looking from their point of view. But it's someone Kaji recognizes and was waiting on. Is like, oh, hey, you're late. And then you just hear a gunshot, and that's the last time you see Kaji. Yeah. Uh, the last time you hear Kaji is... Yeah. Uh, Masato gets home, and there's a, like you know message on her phone and she's like she, you can kind of tell that she knows what it is yeah uh and she presses play and it's like you know yeah, it, yeah. it's it basically the phone call that Kaji was making before he got shot right like Kaji doesn't come right out and say it but he basically says hey by the time you're hearing this I'm dead sorry yeah and he's like he ends the message with uh if I do get to see you again uh, I'll leave you with the final words I wasn't able to say before, which is goodbye. Which and man, it's just it's the whole it's all it's all bad. It's all yeah, bad. It's all it's all bad. Uh, he all, <laughs> and listen, this is a very emotional, sad scene. Yeah, but you did, like there's a line in there where he's like, and listen, as long as I'm troubling you, there's some flowers that I'd really love you to water for me. Shinji can show you where they are, and yeah, I that's fine. Other than I do have to ask. Does, uh, does Kaji think watermelons are flowers? <laughs> there could also be flowers there. I guess. <laughs> that was just, like, once, like, this being a rewatch and the, like, emotional impact of it being dulled a little, my first thought was just, hey, wait a second, no, that was a watermelon patch, buddy. <laughs> just Kaji looking at the, like, fruit, you know, like, at the uh, fruit section of the grocery, like, man, a lot of weird flowers here. Right? Just that one uh, meme of the guy with the butterfly, but it's Kaji holding up a watermelon. Is this a flower? <laughs> uh, but Masato yeah, breaks yeah. down crying. Right. Uh, and Shinji kind of gets up and, like, thinks about doing something to comfort her and then just goes back to his bed and puts his pillow over his head. Yeah, and he says, like, you know, I'm still a child. Yeah. Uh, which is then... And yeah, that's that's a big fucking moment. It's a very big moment. I will say, like, I think Shinji acting that way makes perfect sense. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I think if you were trying to take an end of Eva type of reading to Shinji, this is a scene where he has the opportunity to treat someone with the kind of sympathy that he constantly begs everyone else to give him, and he just doesn't. Yeah. In a way that kind of, yeah, feeds into the idea that maybe Shinji's just a bad person. Mm-hmm. But I like that's an uncharitable reading of it because End of Eva takes the least char- charitable reading of Shinji possible. Yes, and if you want to take the like TV show ending, this is him trying, like, attempting to reach out to another human being and yeah, not being able to, like, despite wanting to. Right. Um. But yeah, Shinji acknowledging that he is a child is immediately put up against uh, Asuka. Right, in the next episode, you mean? Yes. Yeah, in Don't Be. Uh, at least be human. At least be human. But don't be. Yeah, don't be. <laughs> uh, which, this, the director's cut opens with Asuka, like, yeah, like you said, on yeah. this, like, field. Like, or no, there's, like, on, on the ship, 
having like a picnic with Kaji, and she's like, I will say, a lot of empty beer cans around both of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, Asuka has a beer can open next to her. Is it a beer can or is it like a. I think it says beer on it. Let me double check before I <laughs> commit to that. There was. I, oh, shoot. I, yeah. Go I ahead. wouldn't be surprised if it was a beer can. I'm just like, not exactly sure. I guess you can't actually say see what it says. You can see like part of the label. Yeah, I guess you don't know for sure. I'm just saying. Also, like Japan has like canned coffee and no, like that's, canned. No, that's entirely true. It could be like lemonade or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's like when they have to censor like oh that's root beer. I will say there are some round shapes on the can that you can't really see that might be lemons, so it might just be lemonade. Yeah. Uh, but there's like five empty cans around them. Yeah. They really gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. But yeah, this is, uh... Asuka just full-on wants to have sex with Kaji. She, well, hmm, let me correct myself. She wants to kiss and even do more stuff. Yes. Like, not even understanding how childish she sounds when she talks that way. And, like, she's, like, screaming, I'm an adult, like, I'm grown up, like, you know. Right, as she's, like, ripping her shirt open. Uh, and Kaji's just, like, lying there, like, mm. He's like, no, Asuka, honey, you're yeah. a child. You're doing, this isn't, this isn't working. <laughs> and yeah, she, yeah, that, that line, I'd kiss and do more. Yeah. It's like, so, like, oh, no, you don't. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I'm, it cuts from her screaming that she's a grown-up to a picture of, like, a severed doll head. Yeah. With blood on it. Because that's, that, that's this episode. Right, yeah. We get, we get Asuka's history. Where, yeah, the... So I guess it was Asuka's mom's idea to imprint people on Eva's? Yeah, I that's think that's... what it sounds like. Yeah, because yeah. like, oh, wow, the proponent of the experiment became its test subject. Um, and, yeah, we get, like, oh, and she started acting weird after that happened and started talking to this doll like it's her child. And not recognizing her child. Yeah, she's just cradling a baby doll, talking to it, while Asuka just watches her from outside. When the voiceover is just her dad, like, nakedly flirting with her mom's doctor. Yeah. Because no one in this show can be a good person. No. Uh, and, like, her mom is like, oh, don't, you know... Don't be sad because that girl, like, over there, like, referring to Asuka will laugh right. at you. Yeah. Which, man, that all must fuck up Asuka bass. <laughs> right. Yeah. So she, you know, when her mom is is dead at the funeral, like, someone's crying. It's like, you don't have to not cry, Asuka. It's okay. And she's just like, no, fuck off. No, I'm, I'm, I don't need to cry. I'm good. I'm going to be independent and a grown-up. So there. Uh, and, yeah, like, so, like, basically, like, yeah, this is Asuka. I'm gonna be the biggest adult ever at, like, yeah. age, like, seven. Yeah. Uh, and then I think it cuts to Asuka now being the lowest sink rate. Right, yeah. She's getting worse every day. Yeah, and she says it's because her, uh, like, it's, it gets said in this episode that it's because of her period. Right, Masato's like, no, listen, she's not feeling good, she's in the middle of... And Risky's just like, nope, that's not why. Yeah. 
Um, and she, like, back at the home, like, Shinji's making food. Uh, and Masato's still kind of depressed about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... The, the phone rings, and everyone has a fight about who's going to answer the phone. And Asuka goes, oh, it's probably just Kaji calling you again. Right, Masato just like, it's... Nah, like, that's it's, it's probably not, not going to happen. Nope, it's not that one. Uh, and Shinji ends up getting it, and uh, Asuka is now like, you know, like, oh, like, she thinks that Shinji is too high an opinion of himself, apparently? <laughs> right. Well, because she's projecting the way she feels about him onto him. Yeah, and she's like, well, and because she was like that when she was, a, like, the one killing angels and being right. the best. We did skip a very funny line earlier from Asuka. I think it was the episode after Masato and Kaji, like, hook up. Uh, Masato's in, like, a really good mood, and Asuka just is like, stop projecting your happiness onto others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, it ends up, like, she's like, oh, the great, even the great Shinji lowers himself to answering the phone. She's just like, no, just neither, it was gonna go to the answering machine if you did, okay. <laughs> it's for you. Yeah. Jerk. Uh, and so then uh, he, like, yeah, he has it to, and she talks in German. She's just wearing an XTC shirt. Yeah! <laughs> he loves XTC. Yeah. Dear God's favorite song. He's blasting in the Evangelion every time he's got to fight an angel. <laughs> That's what he's listening to on his radio. On his <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> gonna believe in heaven Oh, there's gonna be so many AMVs of that. Yeah, probably. Evangelion, dear God, AMV. Oh yeah, I've got him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, but she's like, oh, like she's like, oh, I'm so glad that you got like a really great relationship with your uh, mom. And she's like, and Oscar's like, she's not my real mom. Whatever, it's just fucking. Yeah. Like is like. Does seem to have a good relationship. Like, it's like, no, I don't. It's just, right. you know, she doesn't actually love me, and I don't actually love her, so. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, but this is an Avenged Sevenfold song. I don't know if it's a cover. It's not an XTC song at all. Yeah, uh, you need to search for XTC. Clearly. Uh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so. Is it then we get the, the, the elevator scene? Yeah, I think it's around here. Yeah, Asuka is having like period she, cramps in the bathroom. And yeah, she says like I don't even want to become a mother. Like, why right. do I have to have these? Right. Uh, she's also we, like, oh, we did miss the part where she just dissociates in the bathroom for a while. Yeah, uh, I think also we get like a clip of like school and like all of the Ava pilots are out. Like Toji's in the hospital still. Uh, Asuka is out. Shinji is like skipping, and Ray's right. also skipping. Yeah. So, like, it just all of it, and, like, it, the classroom is empty again. Yeah. Like, it was in the, like, first episode, or the right. third episode. Second? Yeah. One of them. Who knows? Uh, but, yeah, we do get the elevator scene. I like the elevator scene, still. I like the elevator scene, too. Uh, just, because that's going for something, like, the later five loops of Asuka talking to herself is also going for something, but I think works less. Yeah, yeah. Like, just this, like, 
you just get the sound of the that weird elevator like physical bit right move. and like I, I like the one part where Asuka like shifts her weight once and then goes back to the still frame yeah it's really good it's like it just gets the feeling of like oh man I need this to stop I need this <laughs> elevator to open I like that even like because Ray's the one that says something like even she's getting awkward about the silence yeah, and, like, Asuka immediately, like, just fucking lays into her, like, oh, I fucking hate you. I, right. You're a doll. She says, like, you're a doll, and all you do is what you're told, and she goes, like, I'm not a doll. Right. Like, you're and trying then, to get, like, yeah. bits of, like, Ray being a bit more, like, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm me. I'm Ray. I'm... <laughs> right. Which obviously comes to a head in End of Evangelion, if that's the way you're going. Right, sure. Uh, I think Ray slaps her, right? Or, uh, no, Oscar uh, slaps, slaps Ray. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know, she's like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Right. Uh, and does she end up saying that she hates herself the most? Uh, she definitely says that multiple times this episode. I don't think she says it here. Yeah. She just says, I hate everyone. Uh-huh. She's having a bad day. <laughs> Yeah, this is Oscar's very no good, no bad, very bad, no good day. Yeah. But yeah, so she yells at uh, Eva too because it's it's just her puppet. Why is it need a soul even? This is dumb. Yeah, you're just my puppet. You need to do what I say. <sighs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, be better about with working with me. Because it's oh, it's her mom who said the oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, Asuka is probably gets hit the hardest with this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But so there's an angel attack. It's like flying in the upper atmosphere where none of their guns can reach it. And uh, they want to send Ray out, but Asuka like forces her way in and like goes up topside instead. Yeah, like she's like and they're like, okay, if Asuka fucks this up, she's done. Yeah. Which she understands. Yeah. Uh which really sucks because honestly, it was impossible for her not to fuck up. No, this wasn't a winnable fight for her. No, like they have to use a weapon that she doesn't even know about. Uh, yeah, it's just man. Yeah, so just like it's raining, and just a ray of light cuts through the rain, and like. Ode to Joy starts playing, or uh, no? That it's the song? a Hallelujah. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's that's Kaoru that hums Ode to Joy, and uh, she like just starts freaking the fuck out. She just starts like clutching her head and screaming and shooting erratically and blowing up random buildings. Uh, and ends up wasting all their ammo. Yeah, and it's like they have talked about mental contamination multiple times. And this is what it is. Yeah. It's... The angel starts infecting her, basically. Yeah. And, again, it's coded very much like sexual assault. Yes. She's screaming things about, like, stop getting inside of me. It hurts. Yeah. Get out of me. In ways that are, yeah, again... I, I It's uncomfortable in the ways they want it to be. You don't I know think, if I, I. You don't think they needed to go this direction for it, which I agree with. I think. Yeah, yeah. To, to put words in your mouth. No, yeah, pretty much. Because like, 
things like this happen to Shinji, and they're not coded like they're sexual assault. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I don't think it was the right call. Yeah. I, I um, think it's. I think that's one of those things that's just. I think a lot of people don't realize the weight of what they're playing with when they employ that kind of uh, thing in a work yes. of fiction. Mm-hmm. And I want to be clear, like, I don't think either of her saying, and Shinji, so Shinji needs to be sexually assaulted. No, 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 no. I'm just, just noting that mm, weird yeah. that only the women get, like, you know, sexually assaulted metaphorically and not the boy characters. Yeah. Kind of says something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, which I think it's really, it really sucks because I think this is a really strong episode overall. Yeah. And like, uh, the, I think you could just change a couple lines of dialogue and it would be upsetting in the right ways. Yes. Because like, there's no like, unlike with the Ray stuff, uh, there is no like actual like more like animation of right the visuals of it is she's like curling up into a ball clutching her head and shaking like that's no, that's fine yeah, like, that, yeah, like that's nothing uh but she basically gets her version of the kinds of visions that Shinji's had a few times now um this I think has one of my favorite bits of animation in yeah even going in what's that which is when the little kid Asuka is reaching up to like adult Asuka who's like in that balled up form like on the ground uh-huh. and she's like says something like, like get away from me and the like kid Asuka just turns into stuffing yeah that's good and then like it were, like her little like monkey doll that she used to like carry around as a kid head falls down yeah and then a other version of the small Asuka picks it up but it has the doll face yeah, that's really good. And it's like, oh man, this is so weird. Right. Well, and we kind of have, have talked about we don't like the way this loops animation a bunch. One visual I do think works really well in this is the looping animation of the door opening. Yes. Which I think they use again in the next episode. It's it's a good, like, just visual thing. Yeah, and... Like, it is, like... They are obviously, like, she is going for something in a... Like, we, we see what that, like, the context of that is later. Yeah. But it is, uh, like, just effective as, like, in the context of this. Right. Well, because I would say it kind of has a double meaning, right? Because yeah. it, it is a flashback to when she opened the door on her mom hanging herself. But it's also literally a visual of us constantly coming up to a door and opening it as we're diving deeper and deeper into her head. Yeah, she is, like, going deeper into her own psyche. Yeah. And, well, it's like the angels opening those doors deeper. Right, which then kind of loops back into the sexual assault metaphor in a way I don't love, but, you know. Again, like, I don't don't think if they had put those lines in where, like, that sexual assault thing was put in, you could just see it as, like... This angel is probing deeper and deeper into someone's mind, which is right. just, which is something that aliens can do, like have done before, and it's just a weird fucked up thing. Definitely, yeah. There's, there's once they get past the looping animation, there's a lot of cool visuals in this bit. There's the bit that's in the director cut where she's like working against this like flow of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like a lot of like Oscar used to be the hot shit, and yeah. now she's not. Now yeah. she's no one. 
And well, we get the idea that, like, you know, her whole complex is about her mom, like, substituted her for a fake thing, and she is obsessed with, like, proving how real and good she is. Yeah. And the less well she can perform, the more she, uh, you know, can't live up to her own standards of, like, what being a real person is. Yeah, like, she feels like she needs to be the best so that she will make her, like, her mom's gone. Like, mom would be proud of me. It, she is, it's a lot of the same way that, like, Shinji is, but... yeah. She is, like, trying to prove it to the world while Shinji is just kind of pr- trying to prove it for one person who... The one person he cannot get praise from. Right. Uh... But, uh... Yeah, it just ends badly for her. And so, Ray gets the Lance of Lodgeness. Right. She and, rips it out of, uh... What we think is Adam. And it just immediately starts growing, like, faster. Yeah. Uh, it's really gross. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, everything everything with Lilith is very good. But yeah, uh, Ray just hucks this thing, and it uh, just like, goes like, yeet! <laughs> Great, thank you. It's got like, jets in it that let it like propel up into the atmosphere to stab through this thing's AT field and kill it. Uh, but... It got thrown so hard that it can't come back to Earth. It gets trapped in the orbit of the moon. Yeah. And we will, like, see that, like, Sally's fucking pissed about that. Yeah. I don't remember why. I know they need it for the thing. I also don't remember how they get it back. (laughs) I do. Does it just, like, fly back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, gets pulled back when Shinji, like... Right, right, right. Because it like gets stuck in the moon, right? And then it like jets off of it. Yeah, it it, it jets back when Sinji goes Super Saiyan. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> uh, and so we see like, the, so like that entire time that they're like doing all that, Oscar is still in the path of this. And, right. Like, we don't see it for most of it. Right, but she is just constantly. At some point, she does talk about how, like, again, going into the the sexual assault stuff, just repeatedly saying that she's been defiled and, like, asking Kaji what she should do now that she's been defiled. Yeah. Again, don't need that dialogue. Yeah, like, it... Her calling out for Kaji is, like, effective because she does not know that he is dead. Right, that part's fine. Mm. But the part where, again, she's... mm, Just don't make it a rape metaphor. Yeah. That's not great. Yeah. It's bad, actually. <laughs> Luke? Yeah. I think I'm going to say a controversial statement. That's What's bad. That? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got... And so she is just, like, put in this, uh, like, like in a roped-off area. And she's just like, well, you're alive. And she's like, fuck you. Don't. Right. She'd don't rather be dead. Me. Yeah. So now we get Ray 3. Yeah, the third Ray. The third Ray. Also known as Tears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is great when they just say, next episode, Tears. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's also when the next episode previews start turning into just, like, pieces of storyboard. 
Yeah, I think this is just a single storyboard it slowly pans out on. Yeah, it's not like... I think 25 has one that's like an animatic of the movie. 24 has an animatic of the movies, and then 25 and 26 are just like still images. Okay. Um, But yeah, like, everybody is just in the dumps. Uh, Masato is still, like, depressed about Kaji dying... Asuka is depressed about everything that just happened. And I, I think she's at uh, the class representative's house. Yeah, Hikari? Yeah, Hikari. I remembered it. Yay! She's just playing the Sega Genesis. The Sega CD Genesis. Yeah, oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, and... Playing some Snatcher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, a uh, New Angel Attacks... Um, and attempts to merge with Unit Zero, and again, there's some of that. Yeah, uh, again, like, it's it's like a giant halo, but then it, like, splits, and it's just a big worm. And this big worm just shoves itself into the torso of Unit Zero, and kind of, like, gets under its skin, and it's getting under Ray's skin also. And, like, her back is arched, and her breasts are, like, emphasized in a way that they don't need to be. No. Uh... Shinji tries to save her, but like he like he grabs it, and like little rays start popping up on his hands, which is yeah, horrifying. It sucks. it sucks to look at. Uh, and so like Shinji's like Ray is like I can't let Shinji die because Shinji shouldn't be kindness. Yeah. Well, they try to send uh, Asuka out, and she's ready to go, but then the Eva won't even like step out of the like launch yeah. pad. Ugh. Uh, no, oh, we we didn't. So yeah, no. So they go said, and so because Unit One has been like benched, basically. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I'm looking, Ray's even blushing while this thing is infecting her. Yeah, the mm, don't like it. Bad. You did a bad job. Um. So then they send out Unit One, and that's when the whole hand stuff happens. Right. But Oscar's like, oh, you you send out. You, know, you sent it. You sent out. You don't want for her, but not for me. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, oh man, Oscar, I'm so sorry. Right. Because they're trying not to use Unit One because it's got an S2 engine in it now. Yes. Uh, but yeah, they were willing. Like Gendo, like lifted the suspension because Ray was in trouble. Yeah, and but he didn't care about Oscar. Yeah. Uh, and so, Ray, in order to save Shinji, uh does the self-destruct on her Ava. Well, at the edge of uh, the worm just turns into a giant ray that kind of yeah. has the eyes of the really giant ray from EOE. Yes, and then it explodes. Yeah. Um, and they're like, you see, like, Ritsuko, like, in a hazmat suit looking at what's left in the entry plug. Yeah. And she's like, okay, bag this all up and classify it. Yeah, uh, and then Masato gets a phone call and tells Shinji, "Oh, Ray's okay." Yeah. Oh, she's fine. She's a little banged up, but she's okay. She's you know, got the injuries we saw at the beginning, but yeah, she looks exactly like she did at the start of the show. Yeah, and uh, Ray's not okay with this. Yeah, she's just like, "What? Oh, you, you, I saved you, huh? Huh." 
I and don't, then, I don't, I don't remember that because I'm the third one. Yeah, she d- just straight up says, "I'm the third, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, she goes back to her shitty little apartment and grabs Gendo's glasses off her desk and starts like trying to break them. Yeah, because but she, then she starts like, crying. And she's like, "No, this is the first time I've ever seen these. Yeah. Why am I crying?" Uh, they start interviewing Ritsuko. Hmm. Uh. And Why is she naked during this? I think they're trying to humiliate her, but like also it doesn't need to be done. Right, she, they're like, we do not wish to subject you to any more degradation as she's standing naked in front of all the Sele people. But she learns that it, like, oh, Gendo Akari, like, sent, like, you know, this is his idea, like, basically, like, right. you being here rather than him. Yeah. Uh, and, like, my generous read of this, of, like, them just not wanting to be like and not just saying oh they want to be like weird and off-putting so they have her naked yeah uh is that they're trying to like like get gendo to make a mistake and like sh- like in doing that like because they say they probably knows that ritsuko and gendo are a thing right and like oh if we fuck with his girlfriend then yeah uh, but they... But joke's on them. Yeah, Gendo does not care. <laughs> yeah, your first mistake was thinking Gendo cared about anybody. Uh, and so... Ritsuko's like, alright, fuck him, I'm gonna reveal everything. Right. So she's heading down into, like, the secret part where, like, Lilith is, uh, and Masato well, in- intercepts her. Yeah, yeah. And, and Shinji's also there. Yeah, like... Basically, like, Ritsuko was... Knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. She's like, and that's why I brought Shinji as my, like... Right. So you don't just blow my brains up the second we're done. Yeah. So they go down into the room we've seen, like, Ray in a pod in. And she well, turns first the... we oh, go right. into, like, the Ava graveyard. Yeah. Which is really fucking cool and bad and just, also just good. Hits of giant skeletons. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. And they're like, yeah, we kept on trying to make Avas and just would dump them here when they failed. Well, I think this is where Shinji learns that Avas are basically just humans. Yes. Uh, this is, like, if you have not gotten the fact that, like, oh, Avas are, like, biological and are basically human. Right. From the many times that they've kind of shown that. Right. This is uh, the moment when they, like, okay, this is it. This is... Right. Yeah, she she turns on the lights in the clone room, and it's just full of dummy <laughs> rays. Clone room. <laughs> yeah, it's the clone room. I think she basically implies Ray is an Evangelion, right? Ray is like a small she just has Evangelion. a consciousness, like yes. she's yeah. Uh, like I think she says she's the only one that has a soul. Yes, which is not true, but you know. Yeah. Uh, I think something you talked about that you liked earlier is like. What seems like a lot of very distinct sci-fi stuff going on the show, like robots and cloning, and yeah, all end up being pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's all one thing, which is cool. Yeah, I agree. It's like, oh, I thought like they had their toes in a lot of different, like the, not their toes, their I was gonna say their toes in a lot of different pools, but the it's fingers in a lot of pies. It doesn't yeah, fucking yeah. matter. Um, but it all really is about this. It's cl- cloning, just. In like bioengineering on this huge scale, yeah. Uh, Ritsuko breaks down, obviously, and ends up killing all of the dummy race. 
Yeah, so, okay. I, mm, I'm gonna present a pretty dark thing that I don't know if it's, a, like, if I'm reading into it or if they're I, I think at I this. know where you're headed, but go ahead. Alright, so, as Ritsuko is killing the Rays, she says, like, these are, you know, they're not people... They're not even they're not even as much as people as like the real Ray is. These are just things that look like people, because uh, she hates them, and she says that like she was willing to endure any humiliation, no matter what happened to her body, but she lost even to these things. <sighs> I I wouldn't and, say. And then, and then she says, "But he he." And then, like, trails off and says, and I knew, too. Huh. Is Gendo abusing Ray? Well, I mean, he's abusing Ray, obviously. Like, well, not yes, but is he... Is he sexually abusing her? He keeps her around all the time. Uh, he made a clone of his wife for... I don't really think there's any reason this thing has to look like his wife. No. Is he molesting Ray? I... I can't say that's not a way you could read this. I... Yeah. That... I, that well, I, did not hit me last time, but... It kinda sounds like that's what they're trying to hint at here. Like the, uh, the, I think the other way you could see that is that just that he cares more about Ray. Yeah, I, I can see that being the read. And, like, her say, like, it's not to imply that she, he has been sexually abusing her, or, right. but, like, that he just spends all of her time, all of his time, like, on her, like, working on Ray and, like, all that stuff. Yeah, sure. But, like I said, I can't think of anything that, like, disproves that read of it. Yeah, boy, we're really gonna have to slap a content warning on this one, huh? Yep. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it's... It kind of hit me, like... Yeah. Because the, the part in the flashback episode that hit me... That I don't... You know, again, you don't have to read it that way. But her mom, as she's strangling Ray, says that they're both the same. Right after... You know, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like Gendo. He's a bad man. Yeah, he's a bad dude. And I think he might be a really, really bad man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is that is not something I had seen and not something I've really seen a lot of, like, fan talk about. Mm-hmm. But given the stuff that you presented, it's something that, like, I'm like, yeah, that's that's a very... Believable. Again, this show is so obsessed with like sex and like parental relationships. Like it fits with the kinds of things this show talks about, you know? Yeah, and grooming in some senses. Right, yeah. And it would make sense if like Cause what why is the new Ray mad at Gendo? Gendo did everything to try to save her. Yeah. But if it's that, you know, on it, this cycle, she kind of 
has become alerted to the ways he was treating the old her and is mad about it. That is like sense. now that she has kind of like been hit, like knocked out of that cycle. Right. It is realizing how, yeah. And, like, the big set piece of this episode is a big sexual assault metaphor on Ray. Yeah, I... That does... Yeah, it fits in really well with a lot of things. Don't like it. (laughs) No. It, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, episode 24... (laughs) <sighs> the, the beginning, beginning of the end. Knock, knock, knock. I'm so happy that we're friends. <laughs> AKA the final messenger. <laughs> Wait, it has three titles? The beginning of the end or knocking on heaven's door is one title? Yeah, it is. That's really funny. Ugh. <sighs> But yeah, this is where we get what we talked about earlier. Asuka just laying naked in this bombed out bathtub. With like rust water or like... Yeah. Or just filth. Yeah, Yeah, something. It's it's bad. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Which, oh yeah, something we didn't talk about. I think the last time we watched it, you were saying that like... The prevalent theory of who killed Kaji is it was Ritsko. I've heard that before, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because mm. I don't think it would make sense if it was Masato. No, that is also definitely a theory, but I never bought it. The <clears throat> See, it doesn't make sense to me with how she acts beforehand, but I can see, like, the episode does put focus on, like, she gives her gun to the uh, police and then, like, takes it back and you watch her holster it right before he gets shot. Like, you, I could see the argument that that's supposed to be, like, a Chekhov's gun, and you're supposed to connect the two. That the gun you see in the episode is the gun that gets fired. Yeah. But, hmm. I don't, yeah, I guess I could see, no, I don't know. It, I, a lot of, like, the specific way she reacts when she hears the message. Like, it doesn't read to me as someone who has killed someone and is, like, sad about it. Yeah, I don't think that works for me. I can see the argument that, like, she just went, killed him, then came home shaken from it, and then sees that she has a message from him, and, like, he was not, like, he knew he was going to die, he was not counting on it being her that killed him. And that's why it's so cutting to her. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know if I buy that, but I can see it. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know if it just worked for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, the movie doesn't even clear it up, does it? No. I, it's, I think it's one of those lore things that is just not supposed to be important. Right. What matters is he got killed. Yeah. Uh, like, and it could be that, like, it's just some, no, like, no-name nerve agent. Yeah. I'll say, right at the beginning of this episode, Gendo comes to see Ritzko in nerve jail... She says, why don't you just have your way with my body like you did that one time? Yeah. So yeah. clearly, he is not above raping people. Yeah, Kendo's a fucking, like, monster. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm definitely gonna record it. Content warning for this one. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. And uh, I say that like exasperated, and it's not like oh, I can't believe I have to do this. It's just man, Gendo just, sucks. Yeah, Gendo really sucks. Um. So yeah, like Oscar is horribly depressed. Ray, well. <laughs> yeah, I think Ray's also pretty horribly depressed. Yeah. Uh, and Shinji. Yeah, it's I like think Shin- Shinji's medium depressed. <laughs> yes. But you know, I've, we, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like, well, I can do things, but like... <laughs> right, and he's just out looking at, like, part of the city that got, like, bombed and now is full of water. And, like, he's, like, talking like, like, there's just no one here anymore. Yeah. Like, Toji had to leave. Like, they had to move the hospital, so, like, Toji left. Uh, Ada, the kid... Like, all, all the kids have left. Like, it's only, like, the nerve personnel who, like, need to be there. Right. Uh, and then he hears someone humming Ode to Joy. Also, Pinta gets its away. Our oh, yeah, yeah. The most important character. <laughs> Asato sends Pinpen away. Like, again, I didn't think he would be important. I thought it would be, like, say, a scene in that flashback episode about Ritsuko... Holding up a baby penman. Oh, look at how f- far along our genetic experiments are coming. Like, it's like on that level, you know? No, no, yeah, no, I just like to, like, kind of, like, because it's such a weird thing. Like, oh, yeah, this genetic, like, warm water penguin with retractable claws and that lives right. in this fridge. This Digimon that I have. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, no, it's not important at all. Like, it never yeah. gets brought up ever again. Right. Uh, but, yeah, Shinji hears, hears someone humming. Yeah. Have an ode uh, to joy. And yeah, uh, it is it is Kaoru. Not too long after I watched this series for the first time, uh, I went I vacationed in Ohio, went to church. Yeah. Uh, which I'd usually do when I was on vacation in Ohio. Mm. Uh, and it over the course of this sermon, we sang Hallelujah and Ode to Joy. <laughs> or like Ode to Joy was played at one point, and I was just like... Right. I was like, oh man, I'm like, I probably shouldn't be thinking about even going during this, but <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, they they talk. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't even say Karu's flirting, but Shinji is head over heels for him immediately. Yeah, like he's like saying weird stuff, like, oh, the, this was the Lum's greatest creation. Yeah, and he does say something like, "You should really be more aware of how great you are, Shinji. Everyone knows your name." Yeah. Because he's like, he's like, oh, Shinji Akari. And he's like, how do you know my name? And he's like, well, like, you know, you save the world on a regular basis. Yeah. And then Shinji's like, oh, oh can we hold hands? Can we? <laughs> I, I will say, watching this again, we talked about this last time, Shinji's 100% absolutely in love with Kaoru. I think Kaoru's using him. Yeah. And it, it, it makes more sense. Like, when I watched it, because I also said that, like, I said that I think Shinji, I think that Karu, like, in, like, gets feelings for Shinji over the course of this. Mm-hmm. But no, it's him. It's Shinji's being used. But Ka- Kaoru is too, like, right from the moment he shows up, too laser-focused on doing everything that will make Shinji like him. Like, I, he is designed to make Shinji fall in love with him so that either uh, he can't stop him from setting off the plan or... He's forced to kill him, and it destroys him, so he's no longer a threat to them. Like, th- this is their 
like th- this is like the ultimate in, like psychological warfare is we yeah. are posing as someone you love like we're posing as someone you are, you will love well and like to be fair like i don't know what kind of internal life kauru has i don't know if he is in on that plan or if he was just built to be shinji's ideal partner yeah you know uh, that's not clear because he's just not in the show enough yes uh we we get like we hear that he was born on the same day as like he has more of like files on him than Ray did. Yeah, but not much more. Not much more. And so like it's hard to say like if he is like a fake human, like what like degree that like Gindo and Sele know he is like an angel. Sele definitely knows. It seems like Gendo doesn't. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because there's a line later where like I think uh, Fusky says, like, I can't believe Sele would just send an angel directly down here. Yeah. Which, uh, in, which implies some things about the relationship between Sele and the angels. Yes. That, like, maybe they are deliberately sending the angels to fulfill their dumb apocalypse prophecy. I also would maybe see it like that, like... That... Oh, like, if Fusuke and, like, the rest of Nerve not knowing that, like, at least imply suspecting that, like, they have more control over the angels than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I... Think about it. One thing they never really talk about is where the angels come from. Yes. And I feel like I can think of two theories, one of which is that Lilith is, like, somehow... You know, they they deal with, like, quantum space and, like, things popping into existence from higher dimensions and stuff, so I can imagine Lilith is conjuring them to try and, like, save herself? Yeah. Or that Sele has, like, Lilith DNA and is producing them the same way they produce Eva's. <laughs> but there's very little evidence for that other than the one line we talked about in this episode. Yes. Oh, yeah, like, and also Karu, like, talks to one of the, like, sound-only things at one point. Right, yeah, yeah, he's, like, d- directly working for Sele. Mm-hmm. So, like, they definitely, it seems like they made him at the very least. That's probably, like, the, that is that he, if Nerve is, like, if Ray is, like, the Nerve-created human Sele made Karu. I think that's probably the best way to think about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they end up taking a, a shower together. Or, a, like, a right. bath together. Yeah, and Shinji does scope that peen. He does scope that peen. <laughs> God. <laughs> what a bad podcast. <laughs> he, he talks to Ray, and he's like, oh, hey, you're just like, you know, it's it's sure is crazy how we're both angels, huh? Anyway, yeah, anyway. see ya. <laughs> Uh, there's a very funny picture of, like, uh, that someone, like, made of that, where it's, like, Kari going, like, oh, we're the same, aren't we? And Ray just going, gay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, this episode is basically, you know, Gendo is trying to deal with the politics of Sele, while, uh, Kaoru courts Shinji. Yeah, they, uh, like, spin the night to their in separate beds, like, Shinji's sleeping on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're talking, and, like, Shinji's blushing a lot. Yeah. And he uh, just opens up to Kaoru, and he doesn't really know why. Yeah. Kaoru does tell him he loves him. Yes, uh, 
And he does say, maybe I was made just to meet you, which... Which, yes, he was. Yes, yes you were. Um, <laughs> there is a very... And at least in the English version, there is a beautiful uh, like moment where he stops talking for a bit. Yeah. Because it's in mid-sentence. Uh, and he just goes, It's been a long time since I've come to the city. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I see what you're fucking doing there. Yeah, and this stuff is really where my complaint that Kaoru needs to show up sooner really comes in. Yeah, like... Because I think you can justify it in that Shinji is so starved for affection (laughs) that he doesn't... This random stranger says they love him and he's totally down with it. But it would feel so much better if this had been, like, a relationship that built up over even half a dozen episodes, you know? Yeah, like, if... Like, he had showed up, like, after Toji had gotten... Yeah. Just, like, destroyed. And, like, as, like, Asuka and Rei are, like, experiencing these things, like, courage, like, just be like, no, I'm, I'm there for you, Shinji, I'm... Or, ooh, even better, okay. What if it was, he's around at the very beginning? Uh... And, like, Shinji falls for him, and then he has to, like, he gets sent off to another country with his Eva... And then, like, say, after the Toji stuff, he comes back. That, yeah, that's good. Uh, and, like, then you could have more of, like, him, like, oh, I wish Karu was here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, there's a lot that they needed to do better with Karu. Like, if, I, if it had been Karu that got him to, like, not get on the train instead of Misato? Ah. Oh! God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been so good. Yeah. But, you know, I, I like what they're going for. They just don't have much time to sell it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... And I've not seen Rebuild, uh, which I'm told does it differently. Yeah. Uh, I, I have seen Rebuild 1 and 2. I've not seen 3, where he is more of a character. Right. Uh but I know the manga, which has him in it longer, but it also, like, really emphasizes the non-human parts of him. Mm-hmm. Where he is, like, somewhat of a sociopath. Yeah, see, that's dumb. That's dumb. And like, it's the like, thing that should be inhuman is about, like... Because he feels inhuman in this episode, but it's just in how... Like, he's perfect like, he is. Yeah, exactly. He should be, like, a Twilight vampire. Yes. Oh, Yes. <laughs> I wonder if that fan art exists of <laughs> Shinji as Bella and Car as Edward. God. Uh, but just, just Kaoru like blocking Shinji from a like Eva instead of a car. <laughs> God. <laughs> but yeah, like way too fast. Kaoru does his heel turn. Yeah. Like, it's just, there's not enough time for it to be a plot twist. No. Like, it's like, so obvious that, like, oh, oh. Oh, no shit, this guy who shows up right near the end is a bad guy? Who could have thought? Yeah. Uh, I can't seem to find one. The first one I saw was, is a lot of Twilight Sparkle. Dang. But, yeah, so, Kaoru takes over Eva Unit 2, uh, and he can, like, telekinetically like move it yeah like, like he, he's piloting it without piloting it 
and also like he is can already be so, like he is they haven't even like changed it to like match his stuff yeah uh, but it is already like so like he is has like one of the highest uh, sync rates that they've ever seen right he can just make his sync rate whatever he wants because he's just an angel yeah and I, I think he mentioned at some point that like oh uh, like the the soul that's in maybe unit 2 has like gone into remission basically right yeah uh, so they deploy Shinji to stop him and Shinji's freaking out because his boyfriend can't be an angel I mean, he's an angel, but, like, not yeah. that way. Oh, <laughs> uh, now I need to make, like, a dumb beam image of, like, when your BF is an angel. And it's... <laughs> uh, at some point during all this, we do see Gendo with his glove off, and Adam has fused with his hand, and it's gross. I always feel like he, like, got that surgically, like, done. Oh, see, I always just imagine, like... He, like, cracked open that amber that Adam was encased in and <laughs> he cr- touched it. He cracked it. open a cold one. He cracked open a cold one and just, like, touched it and it fused with him. That's also believable. Yeah. I but think I... The- yeah, good. Uh, I think I told you this, but in the manga, he uses it as an AT field to, like, stop bullets at one point. I mean, that is cool, but I hate Gendo, so I don't want him to do cool things. Yes. Uh, This is one of those parts where it's, like... Again, I don't need it maybe spelled out all the way. It should have been spelled out more than how they spell it out in the show. Yeah. Um or just don't include this scene if you don't have the budget to like do anything with him like touching his hand to Lilith. Uh that was also not originally in the show. Oh, that's a director's cut thing. Yes. Okay, so that's them trying to seed the movie better. Yes. That, okay, then never mind then. Complaint retracted. <laughs> Yeah, like that is like them trying to work with. I because I, I don't. I think they got more of a budget, but not like an you know that much of a budget. Sure. For like a re, you know director's cut version. Right. Because uh, like, I think the director's cut version happened around like with the with the movie. Yeah, that would make sense. So they're still like somewhat on a financial like rocky gr- like rocky ground, but like they're better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, Kaoru, like, six unit two on Shinji. Because he's just now controlling it, like, while outside of it. Right. And he descends down into terminal dogma. Uh, uh-huh. And he's like, aha, I found Adam. Well, time to murder all humans. Aw, oh, wait a second, this ain't Adam. Yeah, this ain't Adam. And... You bamboozled me. Yeah. And so Shinji grabs him. Like, he, like, has, like... Dispatched of Unit 2. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, why? And he's like, well, I have to do this. This is, you know, my nature. Right. It's my, this is what I do. But, I mean, you got me in that big, powerful hand of yours. So yeah. you could just kill me. You could just, we could just be done with this. Guess it's up to you who gets to live. <laughs> and this is a long shot. Yeah. Very long shot. This one also, I think, works. Maybe goes on slightly longer, but it basically works. Yes. Uh, uh, I do like in like some of the shots during this scene when you're when you see like a 
frontal picture of uh, Kaoru, like, Lilith's mask is framed behind him. Yes. So there's just eyeballs behind him? It's good. It's good. And, like, for what they're going for, I don't think that, like, uh, what they, like, it would just be, like, shitty, like, hovering his head over the trigger. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, having it be this... It's basically the same as what they would do if they had, like, an infinite budget where they could animate Definitely. if they wanted. I, mean, like, I think it goes on for, like, a minute straight. I would maybe cut it to, like, 30 seconds, you know? I, I would say 45. Uh, I'm going to split maybe the middle. 40, I, maybe 45. I, I think it should start feeling a bit uncomfortable, but, like, yeah, a minute is probably too much. I, I think by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, but he, he squishes that boy. He does squish that boy. Uh, and you see his head fall into the LCL pit. Yes. Uh, and so he, like, then it, it just cuts to uh, them, like, washing off the hand of blood. And yeah. Shinji's just by the lake again, but it's nighttime. Masato walks up and she's like, Shinji, no, you did a good thing. And he's like, he loved me, you know. And I, I loved him, and... Everyone watching at home is like, hmm, I guess he, they, they're really good friends. <laughs> guess they're really good friends. Uh, he also says that Kaoru is the only person who's ever told him that they love him. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt it either. I His don't mom think... probably would have, but he doesn't remember that. Yeah, I don't think Masato ever said it. No, definitely not. She's like, oh, she... I'm proud of you. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. But, yeah, and Gendo's definitely not saying it. Not at all. So yeah, that's I'm not surprised to hear that. Yep. Is it the big bummer? Yep. Um. And then like, it doesn't episode end with like, oh shit, you going like Masato? You could be so cruel. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because she's like, no, you 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 killed the angel. You did it was good. Right, you did a good job. <laughs> Masato's the people at home who don't understand. Right. <laughs> and no, I, I really wanted that piece. <laughs> but then he did really want that piece. But then <laughs> we get to the finale, the two-part finale. Yeah, which, uh, as I said, I did not watch for. Right, I did. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Listen, <laughs> I a lot of stuff was happening to me this week. That's understandable. Yeah. Uh, so. The plot of the show is over. Yes, that that was the end of the plot. If you wanted any story, well, tough nuggets. Yeah. If you want good television. If you want good-ass television, though, have I got, like, 40 minutes for you. Do you love me and a world that is ending? Yeah, so Shinji is basically just having a nervous breakdown about what just happened. It's a lot of the same kind of hallucination imagery we've seen intercut with the ending of the last episode. Can I read the Wikipedia? Yeah, uh, hit me. Description of this. The Human Instrumentality Project begins. Merging the souls of humankind into a single entity, Shinji, Rei, Masada, and Asuka struggle with their reasons for existence. Shinji discovers that he's created a solitary existence for himself, a world in which he can never, which he alone can exist. Yeah, I mean, that is where it eventually goes. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think they reveal that it's the Human Instrumentality Project till like, halfway through. Yeah. Until then, it just hears a bunch of weird shit. And it's like, yeah, this seems about right, because this is the kind of weird shit that this show has, some, has gotten up to. Right. 
But there's also bits that feel a little less just abstract, like he's in a foggy forest. He's like, hey, where'd everybody go? Yeah, like, there's moments of, uh, like, yeah, like, there's a moment of, like, Shinji realizing that he's in this weird abstract world. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we get the, the refrain, you know, why do you pilot the Eva over and over? And he's trying to insist that, you know, well, it's a, it's a, it's good for everybody. You know, I'm helping people. And, you know, he kind of gets a kickback from Asuka, who yeah. just is like, no, you just do it because people praise you if you do it. And you're desperate for attention and love. And then Ray shows up and like, yeah, but so are you. So shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, like, calling each other out and they go, like, well, you too. Right. <laughs> well, and because, like, they kind of establish this, like, we're not necessarily, hmm. When we're looking at actual versions of the characters versus other people's perceptions of those characters is deliberately hazy. Yes. So it's like, is this Asuka, like, floating her consciousness towards Shinji? Like, hey, bitch. (laughs) Or is this Shinji, like, externalizing his self-hatred as Asuka? Yeah. You know, it, it, it specifically does that in a way that is, like, not really obvious, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just repeating things you say, but right. slower. It's it's very like stream of consciousness. Yes. Um. And yeah, like I, I'll say that like the stuff I really love about this section of episodes. Yeah. Is in the second. Is in the last episode. Yeah, this is like table setting for the last episode. Yeah. Uh, I think. Do you get some of those live action photos of this also? I think you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's another moment of like, okay, sure, fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do get shots of uh, Ritsuko and Masato shot dead. Yeah, very, like, very quickly, but if you, uh, like, yeah, if you're watching it, like, oh, and it, it, is, it is the way that they die in. Yeah. Uh, in Evangelion. Which yeah, again, again. Yeah, good. Very weird to think about, like, how this was planned. Yeah, because I assume at some point along the line, plot elements of End of Evangelion, at least the first half that's more plot-heavy, was supposed to be in the TV show. Yes. And then once they realized we do not have the budget for Asuka to fight eight robots at the same time, we're because just gonna... that is in, like, one of the next time ons. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. It just kind of turns into, well, let's get a couple shots that imply some of that stuff. And then, you know, fill it in. We'll we'll use all this recycled animation in ways to make a satisfying conclusion to the character arcs if we can't afford to do a satisfying conclusion to the plot. Yeah, but I do think that people overstate how much of this is for budget. Like, all of this is for budgetary reasons. Yeah, it would be interesting to see... I would love to know what, what the, like their, the ideal version of the ending of the original TV show would have looked like. There's like some early reports of like there was a there was a version of this show that was going to be made where like it ended with Shinji like fighting Gendo and like competing Avas, which like, I think is like the wrong way to go with this. Um, if it was like framed right, I could see it working. But, I, I yeah. guess maybe just I am thinking of it in like a like, a giant robot anime kind of way. I'm thinking of it as basically the end of FLCL. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, Which, that, yeah. yeah. 
And, like, I don't think that would work for Eva. I think you would need a lot more... There would, it would need to be much more cerebral than the end of FLCL, which is just a cool fight with a cool song. Yeah. And, like, it works for that story, but yeah. Yeah, they would, they would need something a bit more. Um, yeah. But, I, like, I definitely think that there are certain elements of this section in these two episodes that are would be in the perfect version of it. I really think you could make the show end perfectly if you could make it one episode longer. And I think it would just be take stuff from the first half of EOE and edit it together with these two episodes so that all of this abstract stuff is being intercut with the action inside of Nerve. And like showing showing Asuka fighting, showing Gendo's hand like getting sucked into Ray and merging with Lilith. And like, like cuz other than like the first scene like the first scene is the only real part of this that makes Shinji like the worst person in the world. It's just that that colors the rest of the movie cuz fucking obviously it does. Well, I would say the end of it does too, Reed. Oh yeah. The first sure. person he sees after that horrible experience, he just tries to murder. Yes. Uh, like, the, the congratulations is the better ending. I, I will stick by that. 100%, yes. Yes, any of you who disagree are cowards. <laughs> and wrong. Um, yeah, and, like, I don't even need it to be as explicit as the movie is, because I'm talking about taking 45 minutes of movie and cramming it into, like, 22 minutes of show. If it was just random shots that don't really make that much sense unless you rewatch the episodes a few times and kind of work backwards to figure out how they all work together, I think that'd be a really cool way to do it. And you can see them trying to do that with the things of, like, here's Ritsuko killed, here's Misato killed. Absolutely. There's just, like, not quite enough of those moments. Yes. Um, do you want to just look into episode t- the, the last episode and kind of talk about these as holes? Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to break these apart because it's all kind of one thing. It's what we did with the them when we first watched the series. That's true, that's true. I will say I do like in episode 25 the bit when it, like, shifts focus to Misato, and it keeps, like, cutting away from a picture of her, like, face as a kid, and every time it cuts back, like, the cell has been ripped apart and taped back together a little more. Yeah, that's that's a really great moment. Yeah, and I think that's the kind of the first time in these episodes that it starts getting kind of, like, multimedia-y. Yeah. And it's really cool. Because, like, you just see, like, all the tape, like, getting together, and it's, like, not exactly put perfectly yeah. It just is really good for, like, working with what her character is. Right. Of, like, oh, she is, like, she's broken, and she's put herself together, but it's obviously not all the way there. Yeah, Like, yeah. B- bits of that end up missing, even if you're, like, put it together the best. Yeah. It's, like, you've just been through too much shit. Right. There is, I forget what her exact phrasing is, and I'm having a hard time finding it. There's a bit where it, like, reuses animation from, like, when she gets drunk with Kaji. And she has a line of, like, I want you to sully me with your kindness. I'm like, all right, you're putting a little too much pepper on the... (laughs) A little too much salt on the fries there, guys. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, but, uh... Yeah, it basically leads into, like, the finale of this, after it's, like ping-pong between mainly Shinji, Asuka, and Masato is they're all standing on a stage where another Shinji is watching them, and then people kind of flit in and out of existence as they explain to him 
that this is the world that he exists in now because of instrumentality. He could have had any world that he wished for, and he wished for this, like, empty studio where he just looks at people confessing their deepest, like, insecurities. Yeah, like, basically, like, it's a thing where everyone tells them exactly what he wants to, like, like, not what he wants to hear, but, like, tells them, like, what they're feeling. Right. And, but can't, like, actually hurt him. Yeah, exactly. So he just gets to, like, learn about, like, understand people from a distance without having to get invested in them. But it's, like, terrible. Right. Like, one of the longer bits in this is he's watching Masato and Kaji have sex while she's just screaming that she doesn't want him to see this. And he's just staring at it, ignoring her. It is definitely, like, and there, there is elements of, like, Shinji, like, maybe not being the best dude in this. Right. Of well, like, I would also say this is, like, this is, like, a hero's low point thing, right? Oh, yes. And, like, this is, um, basically, like, yeah, it's him at his low point and, like, him, like, not really caring for people's personal boundaries, but not in, like, a way where it is, like, he's like, no, I need to know all about you so that you can't hurt me. Right. Like, I, I need to know exactly what you think of me and think about everyone around you. I, I need to understand other people, and I can't do it the normal way. Yes. that, that Yeah, that's the best way to put that. <laughs> and I would say that it's like, um, this is kind of thematically where this and the movie diverge, where the TV show takes it as this is his lowest point, and he's going to step back from this ledge and, like, become a better person by working through this. Whereas the movie says, no, 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 no. He just finally has the opportunity to be the piece of shit he always has been. Yeah. Like, he has had these, like, hints, as you, like, kind of have been saying throughout the these two episodes. Yeah. Of wanting to do something like this. Right. And now he has fully gotten the chance to. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck I, up. I do think both, like, readings of the character work. It just depends on how generous you want to be. And... Right, because Shinji gets twisted into being an audience, uh, like, stand-in in the movie, it's as ungenerous as possible because Hideakiano hated his audience. Yes. Um, I, yeah, the second part of the, the episode 26 has some of my favorite, like, scenes in anything. I, I, I think I said it at the top, I think episode 26 of Neon Genesis Evangelion is the best episode of any anime ever. Yeah, and I, like... That is not a joke for me or you. No, I don't no, no, think. no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Uh, basically, like, yeah, the this. Obviously, I love the scene of the fake shonen I mean, listen, anime. The part where Giorno Giovanna and Mista beat Giacho and uh, you know his white album stand. It's a pretty good episode of anime. But <laughs> they do kind of have to keep shooting themselves to make blood spurt out of their bullet wounds to freeze them into weapons. But that's not quite as good as this. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've just broken you. Yeah. Um. I obviously I do very much like the shonen anime part. Yeah. Just for how fucking ridiculous it is. God. Yeah. We should go sequentially though. Yeah. Let's go sequentially. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it kind of starts the same way the last one left off. It's a lot of, you know, 
We're going to go 3.30, aren't we? What's that? We're going to go 3.30, aren't we? We're not going 3.30. We're going 3.30. Uh, we can't. We're, We're go- not going to spend 40 minutes on this episode. We got questions. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn it, I have work tomorrow. <laughs> All right, let's go. Listen, we can we just go. <laughs> All right, so anyway, opens up kind of the same as the last one. Uh, you know, and talking more explicitly about human instrumentality, I think we kind of glossed over it. The idea is that everybody has a void in their heart because they can never really understand other people, no matter how much they want to. And the goal of instrumentality is it merges everyone's consciousnesses so everyone perfectly understands one another. And I think the movie definitely puts it as Shinji gets uniquely positioned to kind of mold the world as he wants it. But I think the show, it's easier to imagine that, like... Everyone is kind of off on their own. Everybody is molding their own universe how they want it. And, like... Like, this episode opens up with, like, listen, we don't have much time left. We can only show you what happens to Shinji. The implication to me is that, like, you could do this same episode with every character and it would just look very different. Yeah. But, like, the character that we, that you need and we care about is Shinji. Right. Uh, So, yeah, he just kind of realizes he doesn't have, you know, the refrain for a lot of this has been that you know, how, if it's not okay to do things so that other people will like you, then, like, what even is the right way to do things? Why, who even am I other than a person that other people know? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, like, self-actualization and, like, what is self. Yeah, yeah. And kind of what is Shinji's self kind of gets completely broken down to nothing and then gets built up again bit by bit. That is probably one of my favorite bits of anything. Yeah. Just him like because it starts with just him like this little stick figure kind of thing floating in midair. Yes. And then he's like well like you need if you want some way to tell like where you are we need to draw the ground. Right. And, And that means you lost something. Yeah. Yeah, you you have gained a more defined world, but you have less control now because you have gravity. Yeah, you you and so now you can walk around, and like they just slowly start adding more and more as like at, you know, as the world gets more complicated, uh, it's hard, you know, and you have less control. Right, but they also say like, hey, you can also change, and you see a drawing of him like morph into an egg, and then like, hatch into, like, an abstract shape. Yes, which, again, is another part of the, if you want to go with the trans reading of this. Right, right. Which I'll say, like, you know, the the read of this is that this is all for budgetary concerns, but this sequence of the egg hatching, it's obviously not, like, ink, like, you know, colored the same way or anything, but it's very fluid animation. It's very beautiful. I, I, I feel like there's some people taking some unpaid yeah. uh, animation time on this. Yeah, this whole sequence where it's, like, morphing through a bunch of different things and eventually turns into... Oh, shit, it turns into Kaoru's eye, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically, where it gets at is that, you know, to some extent, the world around you is informed by the way you think about it and the way you perceive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
there's a really good bit where they're like, well, yeah, this world kind of sucks because you're the only one here. And it just the frame just turns into a drawing of Shinji's face while he's complaining that the world is just him. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, and then he kind of snaps out of all of that and wakes up in the best part of the show. Because <laughs> so his good. childhood friend Asuka's waking him up. It's such a pitch-perfect parody of this. <laughs> And mm, also, little bit sad that this parody feels completely, like, relevant, like, what, 20 years later? Yeah. That, like, these tropes have not died in that time. And, yeah, like, it's just such a good moment. Yeah, like, the, the happy time music starts playing, Asuka's there trying to wake him up for school, he's got a boner, and she slaps him, and, like... They run out the door. And, like, yeah, sh- uh, Shinji's, like, mom and Shinji's, like, and Gendo are, like, there. And they're, like, oh, like, how, you know, how, you know that's how it's going. And it's showing you, like, oh, the first female president is... <laughs> yeah. I love that in Shinji's ideal anime dream world, his dad doesn't even have a face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Never picks his face out of the newspaper. And I also think, like, you can see that, like, oh, there's, like, you know, more science experiments being done in Austria, and, uh, I keep doing that, what the fuck? Right, and, it's still and, the EVA universe, it's just not miserable. Yeah. Um, and, and Ray, you see Ray with the fucking toast in her Ray mouth. With the toast in her mouth is so perfect. I love it. Ah, it's so good. Yeah, and, and of course she runs into Shinji and they knock each other over and Shinji sees up her skirt. And, like, when Shinji gets back to school, like, when get, yeah. Shinji gets to school, he is acting like the other kids when they were, like, almost calling him, like, what are you, gay? Right, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you know, they're the... Uh, you know, like, I saw a little bit of her pain. And they're like, oh, you dog. Yeah. And then, like, Masato pulls in because she's their teacher in this universe. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Uh, and she, like, does, like, the same, like, uh, you know, th- uh, like, you know, V sign to the to their camera. Yeah. And But now, this time, like, Shinji's part of it, too. And, like, right. o- Asuka and uh, Hikari are like, oh, the, you idiots. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, Masato's here to introduce the new transfer student, Ray. And then at this point, it, like turns into storyboard art yeah that's been like colored in with marker and then it ends with shinji just reading a script yeah it turns into yeah just the camera panning over the actual script and like it then like yeah, it, it pans script and then it cuts to like shinji like over what looks almost like a model of like yeah tokyo 3 like yeah. just holding that and yeah so they basically explain like you know you the way your world is depends a little bit on how you are. And Shinji's like, yeah, but I'm terrible. I hate myself. And, like, all these pe- voices are coming up around him and being like, well, yeah, but that's only because you've internalized, like, bad feelings. And, like, you... Like, your self-perception has been beaten into that shape, but it doesn't have to stay that shape. Yeah, you can eventually become a person who is able to love themselves. Yeah, like, the example they give is, like... You know, you people tend to think that rainy days are depressing, but that's just a, like a cliche. Good things can happen on rainy days. Yeah, bad things can happen on sunny ones. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really good. It's really simple, but it's just yeah. really 
It's it's really Hideaki Anno, uh plagiarizing his therapist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got... Shinji has a line where he says, like, I'm a gutless, hypocritical, wimpy coward. And I think Masato says, like, well, that's all the more reason to be kind and gentle to yourself. Yeah, like, it's... You're, you've had a tough life. You like, can... if, you, if you understand how weak you are, then maybe be nicer to yourself. Yeah. Don't expect so much. Like, don't hold yourself to such horrible standards. Yeah. And then the part that makes me cry happens. Because <laughs> Shinji says, I hate myself, but maybe I can learn to love myself. Maybe it's okay for me to be here. Which is just such a simple... <laughs> like, just reading that out, now I'm, I've got some, some misty eyes. Aww. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, it's just such a simple way to put it, but it's so yeah. effective if you've ever felt like that. Yeah, and like the whole like studio world just warps away, and he's surrounded by all his friends uh, applauding him. You know what? I'm looking... Everyone's here. Gendo is not clapping. No, because <laughs> fuck him. You know what? Neither is you, eh? Because fuck both of them, honestly. Yeah, honestly. I love that they showed up but won't clap. Yeah. Uh, and then you get congratulations. Yeah, to to my father, thank you. To my mother, farewell. And to all the children, congratulations. And it's beautiful and touching and earnest. And I'm... So mad at everyone that doesn't like this. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's We've a... gone to some dark places on this episode. Yeah. I don't remember if I brought it up uh, last time. I was in a pretty bad place a few months before we did this podcast. <laughs> like, like about as bad a place as you can be. Um, yeah. This was this was really powerful to see. Mm. I, I I was having a, a hard week this week. Yeah. Uh. And yeah, watching this again really did help. Yeah. Just again, like the part that instantly, like I thought rewatching this, I'm like, I've seen it. I know everything that happens. It's not gonna make me cry. Him just saying, maybe it's okay for me to be here. Just instantly, nope. It's like you just turned a faucet. Uh huh. On my face. Uh, yeah, I'm like that with uh, hoops and dreams. Oh, from Undertale. Yeah, it's like wait, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, down, no, no. Now, now. It's a good song. That's Evangelion. Yeah, <laughs> the Neon Genesis kind. <laughs> the the new gospel. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, what was, oh yeah, I guess that is, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the well, qu- although it is neon and not neo. Yeah, listen. it's it's just a fancy '80s gospel. <laughs> uh, all the questions we have are actually pretty like small. Okay, uh, let's for, let's buzz through them real quick so I can sleep. Yeah, from at uh, S City Dreamer to before the anime ending or the end of Evangelion ending. Even I, who have likes end of Evangelion a, a good amount. Yeah, but it's the TV show. Well, like I said, it's I like the TV show more. I'll also say I don't think end of Evangelion works as an ending to the show because yeah. I think it just uses the show as a jumping off point to do something else. Hmm. Uh, from at Wizawaru, how little does Karu matter? That's kind of the problem, is he matters a lot, yeah. but isn't given the gravitas to really, yeah. like, 
Like he hasn't given like a, they don't put enough work into him to make him right. better. Which he he could be such a good part of this show. Like it, I feel like people talk about Carver in this show, but they don't talk about him enough as like as much as they could. Right. If he was just like now like hit out of the park, just this like real tragic love yeah. story. Right. Um. Also, from what to our with Angel with Best Destroy Capitalism. Oh boy. <sighs> And it's got to be just, like, one of the Destroy Angels. It can't be, like, the, one of the later ones that are more, like, psychological. Yeah, I was thinking, like, the, um, the, like, computer virus one, but not even as a... Because it can just, like, hack the banks, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like or that. it can just, like, you know, it, it before it turns into circuitry, it's just, like, a corroding agent. It can just, like, melt all the money. Yeah. Um, from at Dormingu, uh, so now they've seen all of the Angels one after the... Oh, and once more, how would you rank them? Any criteria of your choosing? Oh, boy. Let me pull up a list of them. All right. Uh, be careful for rebuild spoilers. Oh, are there new ones in the rebuilds? There's some different ones. Oh, okay. Shit. It, you should be fine. Uh, I, I just, like, looked on the fandom wiki. Oh, weird. Yeah, Karu has, like, his own name. He's, he's Tabris. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, like, there's ones that are, like, a little bit more specific to the uh, manga. Sure. Uh, and then there's, yeah, some rebuild, but those don't come until later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of these. I don't know if we're going to rank them all. <laughs> no, I, I, I think we can probably say, like, what our favorite one is. Yeah, okay. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I really like Ramiel, the, Ramiel, the diamond. Yeah, uh... For me, like, just design-wise, I think Satchel is still really good design. Yeah, and that's kind of, like, like, the baseline one. Uh, I like Zeriel uh, as being both kind of, like, a little goofy, but also, like, terrifying. Which one's Zeriel? That's the ri- uh, ribbon arm. Yeah, that one's really good. Uh, I really like Big Eyeball Pancake. Yeah, Big Eyeball Pancake. I like Zebra Ball. I don't know Ball. what that one's named. Zebra Ball's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think most of them are pretty good. Yeah, like, what's one that you're like, nah, that ain't it? Uh, the one after Sakiel that's just, like, a floaty thingy with laser tentacles. Yeah. That's kind of whatever. The Manta Ray is kind of whatever. Uh, Sin Dolphin's not great. That's the lava one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think those are the main ones. Yeah. And we, we, we've talked about, I think, uh, Armisel, the, like, the, like, the ring war one is, well, Oh, weird. yeah, that, that one's cool. That Even one's if cool, I... yeah, if the way they use it is, yeah. Bleh. Uh, but yeah, I would probably, I'd, I'd say I would probably put, if not Karu at top, because, like, it, I want him to be, like, the best, but. Yeah. I don't know if I could say I would probably put Ramiel. Ramiel is very cool. It's so great because Ramiel's just a fucking. It's just a big rhombus. It's just, it's just a big rhombus, but it's so cool. Yeah. Well, that's like the first time the angel designs start getting weird. Yeah, like before it's like, oh, this is like a giant, like. You know, monster. It's a cool looking thing. giant monster, different looking giant monster. And then I guess it goes right to Ramiel after that. Yeah. But it's to be like, no, 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 these can just be weird. Um, 
Luke, I'm going to ask you a question real quick. Okay. And I, I don't want this to turn into a big thing, but I'll just say. Okay. Uh, sure. What are your, what do you think rebuild might have? You know so, that there's some changes. What do you think? So the things I know about rebuild is that Kauru gets introduced earlier, which yeah. that sounds good. I know that Asuka has like an eye patch over the eye that gets stabbed in the movie. Mm-hmm. And maybe like some suggestion that she has some memory of how the original show went. Um, I think the first part of it will pretty much play out the same. I think everything through the Sakiel fight will be maybe like tweak for pacing, but not for content. Uh, I think I hope less naked kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Like to what extent they're, to what extent they're putting like some new spin on the story and to what extent they're kind of like end of Eva, just kind of making a new story using the old one as a jumping off place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure. So, I think we were going to... Uh, what do you want to do next? I think let's do End of Eva next. Okay, yeah. And then, just to give them one more week to announce the fourth rebuild movie, let's do Shin Godzilla. Yeah. I was almost then, thinking that like if we almost did like FLCL, because we talked about that. Do you want to do FLCL? And then do Shin Godzilla after, like, three... <laughs> All right, yeah, we can, we can, all right, let's do End of Eva, then FLCL. Okay. Uh, I was gonna joke (laughs) that, you know, obviously, they're still not gonna have four out by that point, so we'll need more, you know, clearly we can't let the podcast die again, we'll need to pad it more, and my pitch was gonna be, well, we'll just have to jump to, like, Gurren Lagan, and we're gonna have to change the podcast to, can I gynax you a question? (laughs) Uh, Gurren Lagann would be interesting because I do not like Gurren Lagann at all. I loved it when I first saw it, and I've liked it a little less every time I've rewatched it. Uh, yeah, and I'll say like a lot. A lot of the reasons I didn't like it aren't like the obvious reasons why you might not like something like that. I mostly don't like it for the way it treats its women characters. So. Yeah, that's more. I just didn't like any of the characters. That's fair. Uh. Oh, and there's also that really great gay character. Gay yeah. character, yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Mm, maybe that's not a fun one to do. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but who's the? Is Kill a Kill guy next? Is that Trigger? That's Trigger. I've never seen that show. Uh, neither have I. Hmm. We'll think about it. Uh, like Studio Trigger is such a weird fucking studio because they are like. So much of their stuff is super horny, and then they made Little Witch Academia, which is, like, one of the <sighs> nicest, purest, great things. Little Witch Academia is so good. All right, we're just... I think we're done. Yeah. Uh, Luke, tell me where people can find you on the internet. You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com. I do Totally Reprise with you and our friend Molly. I do Teenagers of Attitudes about Power Rangers. I do Let's Place, which is a show where we rank every video game ever made. We've ranked Neon Genesis Evangelion for the N64. Yep. You were there for that one. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't a good game. No. It's basically like uh, Dragon's Lair, but with Eva cutscenes instead. (laughs) That's just such a weird way to do that. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You can find me at Euro Librarian with an underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can find uh, my website, ahinacackle.com, and uh, my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Nice. Are we done? We good? Yeah, I think we're done. Uh, until next time, get in the podcast, Luke. Get in the podcast, Ashley.